When it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your fork body and dig into a Nuna. It's Nuna with Dan and Marty. If you never had a Nuna, well, there's no sugar way. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's Nuna. It's Nuna with Marty and Dan. That is so weird when he Brad sings that. It sounds like he's saying Dan and not John. Oh, yeah? To you, it says, sounds like it's, he says uh, Dan and not John? Yeah. Huh. Uh, you know what? It's I'm his accent. Older. I'm getting older. My, my inner ear is sort of, you know, freezing. You, you weren't that smart to begin with. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Nooner Podcast on the Smart Internet Radio I Network. crack myself up. You really do. And I'm glad that somebody laughs at your joke. Yeah, me um, too. Yeah. Um, bron- the, the Broncos? Self-pleasure. The Broncos. It's important. What about the Broncos? Are you talking about the horses or the football team? Or I'm talking about your cup. Oh, this? This is the uh, cup from the Cal Poly Pomona, the Broncos. Oh. Not- you know, they, they have uh, Arabian horses there. They were brought there by the Kellogg's. Uh-huh. It's a lot of history, Marty. A lot of history. Well, I'm glad you're a team player. Yeah. Uh, are, are you back teaching now? Uh, no, I'm, I'm here at the uh, doing a podcast right now. So are you back? I'm just te- pausing for the laughter. Are you back teaching now? Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, I just showed. Uh, what do they show? I don't know. I, oh, I, Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Two out of three ain't bad, Marty. Uh, yeah. No, I really do crack myself up. Yeah. <sighs> um. Yeah, it's a it's a good movie. I enjoyed that movie. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, you know, all my movies, I've seen them a million times. And um, doesn't hold up. It it doesn't hold up quite as much as some other movies, in part because uh, I think Rachel uh, Vice, Rachel Wu, Rachel Wu or Rachel, it's Rachel. Yeah, Wu. Rachel Wu. That's right. The Constance lead? Wu. Constance Wu, who plays Rachel. Okay. Yeah, Constance Wu plays Rachel. Don't don't tell anybody I said this, but. She's not really that good. She's in Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Oh, did you see that? No. Why not? Because she's not very good. I mean, she was awesome in Fresh Off the Boat, but she played one really? note. Oh, she just played, beleaguered. Yeah. Beleaguered she was just really, bomb. really mad all the time. And I liked that. I thought it was very funny. But um, worked for Leah Remini and, and Patricia Heaton. Whoa. Patricia Heaton. Who's she? Uh, she was in that Tim Allen show. Oh, really? Yeah. But she's been on other stuff since then. Which Tim Allen show? The one I didn't watch or the other one I didn't watch? Yes. I see. So, uh, yeah, so Constance Wu is not, um, um, she, uh, she sort of, I think she's appealing, and that covers up the fact, she's charismatic and appealing. It covers up the fact that she's not really, uh, she's behaving instead of really acting. What's the difference? I don't know what that means. Well, um, if you're acting, then you are actually feeling mad, as opposed to like showing that you're feeling mad. You know what I mean? No, you don't know what I mean. I'm not a very good actor. Ah, uh, well, let me give you a quick lesson. So, um, say uh, I oh, want. Oh, shut the fuck up! Yeah, very good, very good. Say that. What? Say that again. Shut the fuck up. See, I believed you the second time. 
The first time, first of all, I couldn't really understand you. You weren't enunciating. Um, and uh, second of all, uh, you were overacting, right? You were Look you it. were behaving as if you were angry. But the second time, yeah, I believed you. Brando and on the waterfront, mumble and overacting. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly. So, so I'm Brando. The second time, you were Brando. The first time, you were Jim Carrey. Oh, well, I don't know. Either way, you're doing all right. White people look like the same to me. Um, so yeah, they look the same to me, too. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, welcome to the show. Tweet in oh, yeah. your thoughts. Welcome to the show. Nooner, I'm John, uh, by the way. Podcast in case I didn't Twitter. say it. You yeah. can email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. I'm here with John Sylvain. I saw Kruger this weekend. He seemed to be doing well. Yeah, uh, I'm sure he's doing well, that eighth, bastard. Final episode of Subterra has landed. So oh, it has? Check that out. Um, it's the longest one that, that he, he did, and it's it's actually a very... Um, it's a pretty intense uh, episode. Okay. Except for that fucking actor, but whatever. Oh, yourself? No, the guy who's um, just sort of... Indic- no, what, what you behaving. Mean? Behaving. He's just behaving. He's he's misbehaving, behaving. Yeah, but it's just audio. You can't tell. Yeah, well, I could tell. It's all that's that stuff is all put together in editing anyway. I wish it's completely constructed in editing. So, here's an interesting thing. You, I'll be the judge of that. It, well, you always are. Yeah, I am. That's right. Oh, uh, what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> oh, I did want to say that we are uh, a podcast with. Um, we are. Shoddy news and shitty polls were like the worst version of uh, BuzzFeed. Oh, very good. In audio format. Yeah, that's very good. That's, yeah. that's a, is that our new identity? Yep. Okay, good. So there was... Um, we could be called like Jizzfeed or something like that. Sort of a... I see. That's why we're the worst because of yeah, it's shit terrible. like that. It was awful. So uh, same-sex marriage... Oh, yeah. I'm, and, oh, I'm all for it. There, there was a defensive marriage type of act that Fuck just them. went through the... Um, Oh my God, John! John just amused himself so much. Um, I mean, everybody should suffer equally, is what I'm saying. Right. It, it's called the the Marriage Suffering Act. Um, <laughs> the it, marriage, the the Equal Suffering Act of. Yeah. I just borrowed. I just borrowed that joke from 15 years ago. Oh, there you go. It never no. gets old. Never no, gets old. really doesn't. Uh, Maybe 25 years ago. But uh, it passed in the Senate, and so. It, it, oh yeah. The one, the one that they're doing because Clarence Thomas is a fascist monster. Um, I don't know if he's. A, I guess he's a fascist monster. No, he is. Okay. No, he is. If you look up "fascist monster" in the dictionary, there's a picture of Clarence Thomas. But it's etched really nicely. You know? yeah, like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's really cool looking. Yeah. That, uh, what do they call that style? Where they, you know, uh, etching. Etching. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Uh, so it's the Respect for Marriage Act, and this would enshrine the rights of same-sex marriage mm-hmm. as, as well, same-sex couples as well as interracial couples, which oh, is right. insane that we need that. Well, that's the whole thing, you know, because this Clarence whole, Thomas. Yeah, he wants he wants to he wants to get rid of interracial marriages, right? Right. Because he wants like, to get rid of his wife. He's like Gra- she's a fucking nutball. He's like Groucho Marx, you know. Uh, country club. But. He's a lot like Groucho Marx. His mustache, for instance. What's the the? Country I wouldn't want to. Oh, wouldn't want to. Wouldn't want to be in a club that would have him as a member. Mm-hmm. Is that one? Mm-hmm. Or the one where he says, uh, "Yeah, uh, that the, one. That one. The plates are. Ter- stop, stop the right food there. is terrible. 
And then, when they're such small portions, yeah. That other joke, mm-hmm. or take my light, my wife, please, nope. which is Henny Youngman. No, nope. you say let's just walk through the history of bad comedy. Ah, <sighs> I, I get no respect. I'm pausing for laughter. Everyone's gonna get laid. Bushwood, a dump. Uh Caddyshack. I should show that to my class. So that passed, anyhow. The, the it passed the Senate? Yes, Respect for Marriage Act. Is it already passed the, the House? It did? Um, it did pass the House. Yes. Uh, That's it, great. They it, finally did something. Well, no, it will pass the House because they, I guess, the, you know, slight changes and whatever. But Oh, um, what do they call it? Reconciliation? Mm-hmm, yeah. Something like that. But, and, and, you know, it passed with 60 votes. Um and, or it got more than 60 votes. Yeah, it had to and, get more than 60 votes. And 70% of Americans, they support same-sex marriage, so that just it al- aligns well. Yeah. It's kind of amazing, right? used to be a, be a people didn't think it was a good idea. Just like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we, we, look at, we look at Anderson Cooper, and we're like, well, I hope he finds a good fella someday. But if he did. What? But if he did? He did. But if he, he did. did. Are you, why? He didn't get married. No, but he has somebody. I've seen it in the funny papers. Yeah, but uh, we want him to get married. We wanted him to get married in the past, and now no, he did. we want him to we, get married. He's not married? No. You know why? It's because he's got a lot of money. And he's one of my kids. According to him, he did not inherit all that much money. He, you know, he's part of the Vanderbilt fortune. Vanderbilt fortune. But apparently, yeah. he, he did not. And I mean, Well, that's doing- when Commodore Vanderbilt made that money 135 years ago. Yeah. And More than that. spent it all, but but uh, no, it was like in, in 1880s. Anderson is doing just fine on his own. Yeah, they don't pay him to do that CNN stuff. No, no, no. he just does it because he he has uh, he invested. In he crypto. just talks about stuff and he they inve- shoot him. He invented invested in crypto and that's where he gets his money. Yeah, him. that's a good idea. Yeah, his two boys are going to be great for that. Um, he has two boys. I think so. He's not married. No, that's disgusting. He lives in a firehouse. Why do I know that? Because, I don't because, know, weird. but anyhow, Marty, Marty, Marty thing, has a little touch of the, the homophobia. That that is so frustrating is that I saw this headline. You wanted to have sex with Anderson Cooper. I and saw this headline. Okay, to focus just a little bit. And I was b- thinking before, why. That's why you're really before, frustrated. Before going to, I'm dad, giving the subtext. Before going to dad joke. Alley, just listen to a little bit of the the context. I of think what I'm we're a little about. tiny bit bluer than Dad Joke Alley. Uh, I'm no. a, I'm at Dad Joke Place. You're like cool Dad Joke Alley. That's right. <laughs> hey kids. Hey kids. Hey kids. You want a little sip of my beer? Yeah, wh- <laughs> who wants to sip my Zima? Um. So ah Zima. So the first headline Joke I see in, Zima. in my feed was like from MSNBC. LGBT like people, LGBTQ people deserve more than this weak respect for marriage bill. What? That was the first thing that came up in my feed on on MSNBC. Yeah, and who is that a quote or they just said that? That's that's the headline. That's they, the so headline I'll, for this article. This it that from a a columnist there, and I'm like, it's always why something. Why can't you just enjoy a small fucking it's victory? Why can't you just like? Shout it from the hills, we and then give you so much. Yeah, yeah, and then you know what? Six months. Look at, like, who shits on the Emancipation Proclamation because it didn't like give, um, you know, slaves access to voting and drinking fountains and and you know full equality. 
it all it did was free them from slavery. Yeah, but you know, only only, only in the states that were in active rebellion. That's yeah, the other thing. Exactly. It was a military big thing. fucking deal. It was, it, you know, it wasn't that great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Like proclamation, more like you know, statement. No, it was it was statement. more like, hey, hey, if you if <laughs> you if at, you get free, kill all those people but down there. You know there. what? It did it. Put him in the history books, and it set. A, I think it was his beard. It set a foundation. It set a precedent for where we are now, which is not fully equal, but it certainly is better than it was. So it's like you have to celebrate these small victories, and then well, let's and then fight. Give, let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they celebrated, and then they wrote the headline. So they read the news, and they went, "Yay! You know what? You know what? Let's let's get mad now." Maybe I mean, they were happy for a minute, but it was at, at before they wrote the headline. Right, right. And I don't want anybody else to be happy. I want everyone else to be miserable. You know what, Marty? You know what really happens is the news comes out, and then at everywhere they go, "Okay, if we would just report this news, it'll be just like everybody well, do you, else." Do you really? No. Think, what we really, have to do is we have I to. I know what you're saying. You're saying that they're. they're can I may say it though? Go ahead. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, let's just pretend I said it. What did I say? I don't know. I wasn't listening. Okay, go ahead. So keep um, going. So you're you're saying that they were just trying to come up with an incendiary headline to attract eyeballs. No, I was going to tell you that I have COVID. Oh, I forgot to tell you. No, I yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. that. So <laughs> do you I mean, do you th- I, is the news business that craven? Yeah. Is it? Like, Period, end of sentence. Any other questions? <laughs> um, I mean, that's so depressing, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but I, it it still pisses me off. Like we we shouldn't we should be able to celebrate this, and ha- this should be a victory. Oh, that's right. We that was the thing we were gonna. We, what was it that you you texted me after that show that we were talking about? We want. I don't text you. I, what do we want? Um, equality. No. What do we want? Reasoned equality. It reasoned dialogue. When, when do we want it? You know, it's complicated. Next, next episode. <laughs> next pod. No, what Not do we want? One. Reason. Reason. Um, what is it? What is it? Reason. I got it on the phone. Remember we were talking about that? Yeah, that was a few weeks You're ago. You're so that was, drunk. That was a few weeks ago. That yeah. was several weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reason discussion. Gonna, when do we want it? Eventually. No, it's yeah, complicated. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get to it. No, well, it's no. I mean, we, we'll, we'll have it, but, you know, yeah. whenever you're ready for it. Right. And and actually, that is a good point that I made. Uh, that, <laughs> <laughs> that these things, like everything is difficult and nuanced. And, you know, I want to say it wasn't just a good point. It was also funny. And you just fucked it up. That's what I do. Yeah, that's great. Okay, just keep going. Keep on fucking things up. But I, I just, I just wish we could, we could just s- shout something positive in the world. You know, every day we should shout something positive in the world. And for this, we all just spread a little sunshine. We all just lend a helping hand. Uh, for this columnist to tippin'. just be like. Like this is a good thing that happened, and like they were complaining because it gave too many outs for religious groups. Like uh-huh. that's already outs. In, yeah, in that they that they could still receive government funding and, and tax exempt sta- status, even though they were discriminating against. Oh Jesus! I mean, that welcome to Christ. Catholicism. You know? Exactly, Jesus. Like it's. <coughs> oh Jesus, are you okay? Uh, it's, I'm just choking to death. It's <clears> an, pardon. 
it's insane that like they can't take a victory lap. Like we can't take a victory lap. I'm yeah, a, I'm a liberal. You know, it's kind of meta though um, to watch you go like this. They should stop complaining. <laughs> just kind of amazing. And, and I'm complaining about yeah. their their complaining. Yeah, these people they just keep whining. Spot on, Marty. <laughs> so, how was your Thanksgiving, John? Oh, it was wonderful. You were working. I was working, and I watched the Patriots lose at the last minute to no, the Vikings, and no, um, no. which is, I mean, a lot of it was a very exciting game. A lot of exciting football games. I thought you didn't watch uh, sports. I don't like some liberal cuck. Yeah, I am. um, but you can have sex with my wife. You know, that, that's because what, that's what uh, because that's, that's, a that's, cuck. What, a cuck? that's uh, what a cuck. is. yeah, that's stupid. I thought Cuck came from some other um, less um, literary and dumb place. So um, why don't they just say cuckold? Uh, Did you happen to pay attention to the World Cup? Well, so this is the what we talked about last week. USA, and how like USA, all these things are problematic. Like football, like every sport is problematic. Like every, really, every sport. Anytime there's money involved in anything, there is going to be a problem, right? God, you are you're practically a communist. Hippie, I know, I know. Liberal, it's cuck. true. It's disgusting. It's, it's like you're you're a caricature. You're, yeah, it's amazing. Like, keep going, keep going. Yeah, like, but the uh, FIFA is one of the most corrupt. Um, I don't think that's fair. I think they're the worst thing ever. Okay. <laughs> They are the worst um, professional sports organization uh, in in the world, uh, and no, in, no, 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 no. I think you. I think I think they might the be the universe? worst organization. Organization. Okay, yeah. fine. They're horrible. Yes, they, they, they've been horrible forever. It's, yeah, they keep. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, well, you know, the IOC is pretty bad too. It is, but yeah. it's nowhere close. Yeah. So the Olympics, FIFA, they're all full of corruption. They're. And you know there are these small countries that are just trying to to get some money or or a few individuals in these smaller countries. Anyhow, very corrupt system. Uh, and we talked about Qatar mm-hmm. last week, and you shat at me for uh, shat on me for for even questioning people watching soccer. Uh, what I did? I you don't. Did. Okay, He's just like what? He's just so sensitive. No, no, I, I was fine with it, but because uh-huh. it's fine. Like, like my point was like we're all hypocrites at some point. Uh, you know, I drive a, I'm, I try to be eco friendly, but I drive a car that burns gasoline. You know, you're so, a monster, really. I'm a monster. Yeah. So um, we beat Iran one zero today. Yeah. Yeah. Those little Iranian bastards. Yeah, they that, didn't know it hit him. It was a soccer ball, but. <laughs> Well, it, it actually passed them. Yeah, that's right. Into I guess net. that's the point. And then uh, we play Holland, uh, or I'm sorry, Netherlands on uh, a Saturday morning at 8. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Are we playing Holland or Netherlands? Uh, I, I thought we were playing the Dutch. Uh, you know, it, it's they're trying to keep us on our toes, so they're yeah. not telling us yeah. which one we're going to play. Right. Right. Uh, they're just going to wear orange jerseys, I know. and uh, So it's going to be a, a thing, and, and they're going to be really tall and probably beat us, but who knows? Who knows? I think they're tall. Yeah. They're tall and attractive and very friendly. Yeah. Uh, so are mm. we, And totally stoned. And this is the elimination rounds, is that right? It's called the knockout round, but yeah. I like your name better. Yeah. Because knockout round sounds dumb. Yeah. In my opinion. 
so you know, there's fewer people in Qatar than there are in the. There's fewer than a million people live there. Okay. Or Qatar, or Qatar. Yeah, or, you know. but they're not counting the three million like um, no three wage million workers. Yeah, from three million w- workers that they imported from, from North Korea and whatnot. I don't think they came from North Korea. Some That's of them too far did. away. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They <laughs> North Korea sent thousands of workers there. Yeah, because it's cheap, cheap labor. Yeah, they'll so. they'll work for a can of beans. Those people. Uh, sure. I'm yeah. sure that it, it's a better life in Qatar than it is in parts of North Korea. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow. Uh, Unseasonably did you, warm. Did you watch uh, Qatar? Is? Yeah. No, it's not. It's seasonably. It's actually warm. It's not unseasonably yeah. warm. It's a very bad use of and words. Have you been watching the games then? I have. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, you know, I, it's frustrating because when you watch soccer and you blink, you miss the only action. <laughs> Well, then they show it again, like you know. But they don't have time times. to show it again very many times, because mm. they, they it just keeps on going. There's no breaks. You're too busy watching the guy like hold on to the ball. Yeah. Shuffle up field. Yeah. Pass it to his friend. Yeah, that's it's a it's a it's a good shuffle game. up it's the field. A shut up. No, just it's a it's a great game. It. it's a great game. I I do like watching soccer, but I haven't watched any of the World Cup. Yeah. Because um, because of the because of the slavery or because no, of the anti trans gay stuff or no. because of the uh, or because they're corrupt or like, I'm lazy I'm oh. lazy like you, you don't know. want to take credit for all uh, for boycotting it you just want to say you boycotted no, it I do that on Twitter but okay uh, here because nobody's <laughs> nobody's listening I'm just like oh my god they're playing at eight in the morning on a Saturday fuck mm. off yeah yeah or two in the morning on a Saturday yeah. Oh, well, that's the fun thing. The fun thing about uh, the World Cup is you can go into any bar in L.A. and you get to see who's like who who is a diehard fan of alcohol. Yeah. You know, There's, it's, it's, oh, it's six in the morning. Beer me. It's uh, you know, it's there's a connection. I bet you there's I mean, if you, 15 years ago, nobody in this country cared about soccer. Nobody cared about soccer. Fifteen years ago, most people were against gay marriage. Mm. I think there's something in the water. Or in the beer. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, have you, did, which games did you watch that you liked? What, that I liked? Or whatever. Which games? Well, I, I, uh, I actually went into work so I could watch U.S. versus England. Uh, it was it was uh it was exciting it was uh it was an exciting until the end when it just stopped being exciting because not, nothing happened scoring yeah because no. at any moment if things could have gone well or badly and then at the end it's like oh uh, wow i thought something was gonna happen which yeah. you know brings us to your topic about movies which i will get to in a little bit you know it's like a movie with a bad ending Oh yeah, yeah, but but this is a movie with no ending. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, right. And then uh, the the game today, I I watched. Um, I I I was trying. I don't have a. I don't. I don't have a TV. I don't have a broadcast TV. And I was working you on you sit stuff. in front of screens like twenty hours a day. Yeah, exactly. So I was thinking about going into my work and watching it there, um, because uh, I'm an idiot. But I have to, I had some other work to do. So I was in, I, and so I went online, and I was like, "It must be online somehow." And I, I found that it was on Spots Fox Sports, and I could join it without signing into my TV carrier for an hour. 
unfortunately, I, I discovered that um, 18 minutes into the game that lasts uh, 90 minutes plus a uh, plus 15 minutes. Yeah, so halftime. And and, and I uh, and I I had to talk to somebody when the only gore goal was scored, and then you know so it was kind of a, I was just really glad to understand that we won at the end, all right. from Twitter or someplace. Yeah, yeah. But uh, our our best player or, or something got hurt. Yeah, Lionel Messi. No, that's he's the best player. Our best player is a guy <laughs> oh. named Joe. <laughs> There's a. And the funny, you know, the funny thing about about when you get hurt in soccer is you look exactly the same as when you fake it. Yeah, where's my Oscar? Oh my god, I got hurt! I got hurt! Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, give him a yellow card. Ah, thank goodness! Now I feel a lot better. So I've been watching. You know, I watch a few games, but um, it is. uh, I mean, the stakes are super high. That's kind of kind of the cool thing. Um, It's hard to really care about most sports because uh, until the end, you know, but with soccer, the goal that happens in the first like 20 minutes could be the only goal. And then you have to make sure you're watching. I mean, it, it really is exciting through the whole thing as opposed to like basketball where you, you're watching a team that's up by 17 in the third quarter and you kind of know, well, that doesn't really mean anything because somebody else, they could come back from 17 up or, or football uh, where, you know, the, the last two minutes could mean nothing because they could just kneel down. Or baseball when nothing happens at all, ever. Or... F- me, 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 me. Yeah, oh, I already bore you. No, so no. What's, a, what's a sport that uh, do you think is kind of pure? How about Ultimate Frisbee? There's an Ultimate Frisbee League. Uh, yeah, Ultimate Frisbee is pretty cool. Like, like there's a lot of... A lot of skill going on there, and it's a good team sport. You know, sport. The, the thing about Ultimate Frisbee, I saw it once on TV, and it doesn't look as hard as it is. That's uh, you know, that's a, a sign of a bad, a bad uh, entertainment uh, thing. You know what I mean? It's it looks easier than it actually is. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a professional uh, lacrosse league. Lacrosse is a really great game. It's one of the fastest. It it is, I think, the fastest game because on two uh, legs is on, what it's on called two legs yes yep. because you're you don't have to dribble uh while you're running you you're yeah. you're carrying it and and, and the ball moves at 180 miles an hour or something. yes and and uh, people get fucked up because um, a little bit yeah yeah and, and especially in the the there's some smaller arena ones but yeah it's a it's a fun game but it's hard to follow like fast games are hard to follow yeah you can't see the the ball you yeah. don't know what's happening yeah like hockey's really hard if you don't know hockey because like you can't follow the puck yeah and especially when you're watching on tv and you know fencing is a terrible sport to watch because nobody knows what the fuck is going on because on top of everything going on so quickly uh there it requires interpretation so then like basically something happens and then there's some guy or woman who's just like, this is really what happened. And you saw some lights go on, but this, I'm telling you what happened. And it's not as clear as somebody crossing a goal line, you know, because like two lights might go on at the same time, but only one person gets the point and that requires interpretation. And Oh, yeah. So, Oh, I see what you're saying. And interpretation is uh, the, the judge or the, or the, the judge, commentator, the judge, the judge, the judge, yeah. Yeah. Man, that is really, Official. and it's not—it's not a great spectator sport. So I never like I 
was loath to invite anybody to watch me fence because it's just not, it requires too much explanation. Like I said before, there's things you could change about that sport to make it more exciting. Blood. Blood. Well, first of all, I think naked. Blood. Naked would be really good. Yeah. Uh, Tyson says that he'd like to see arm wrestling with the competitors um, to make it a little more exciting would wear sock puppets. So that way. <coughs> That's the best idea I've heard in like all but year. Do you know why? No, I don't care why. But Because people... that way when they're actually arm wrestling, it looks like the, the sock puppets are making out. That's even better. And then you add a soundtrack to it, so it's like erotic and competitive at the same time. This is a soundtrack. And then what you do is you put a bar so back here so that when you, you win a metal bar, you actually break the other person's arm. So Snap it like a compound fracture every there, single time. There have been those. Yeah, but you do it on purpose. Like you put a bar right, like, right, like right, here and right, here on right, either right, side. So it's just okay, incredibly John. violent and just John, nobody believes it because oh you can't God. even watch a horror movie. So uh, I'm not saying have, that I think a lot have, of other people would like it. I would watch it. Dinner on did you have turkey at all? No. Do you miss did you miss that? No. 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 No, I uh I felt little tiny pangs of loneliness. Um, but I also felt like um well first of all I felt like you know, I'm doing this, and people are going to feel really sorry for me, so i got to milk that. And then second of all, I was like... At, at Sylvain. Yeah, BB. just go ahead and send cards and letters and cash. Uh, that might make me feel better. And then uh, the other thing was um, that um, I didn't have to uh, sit down and eat a lot of food, which uh, is seems like a good idea until you do it. Um and yeah, uh, I, I I didn't feel great about eating all that food. Yeah. Um and I got uh you know I got some leftover stuffing, which is really the the, the only good thing about that's yeah, the part. best part of Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. And I did what you said. I I pan fried it and yeah. put a little cheese on it, and oh I was like, God. Marty is a genius. So good. It's the one time I've ever thought that. And then it quickly passed when you it hit your stomach and you're like oh i feel so bad Fuck yeah Marty. no it hit it hit my yeah. uh, it hit my digestion like a brick yeah well yeah. it was um, exciting yeah well i cooked for my in-laws and um yeah it was good well, how'd you cook your turkey that's I, the most interesting thing about thanksgiving yeah. that and the then the weird political fights that people have yeah, yeah. i uh i deboned it you did? Yeah. Yourself? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is and that then, hard? Uh, not if you've done it a, a few times, but no, it's not that hard. No, you just follow the bone, basically. And then, so that way I could take the carcass and then boil it and make turkey stock yeah. instead of buying chicken stock or whatever for all your gravy needs. Yeah, yeah. And so I had that. And then and the dark meat and the light meat, they cook at different times you know so mm -hmm. you cook them separately and everything gets cooked perfectly mm -hmm. so it's a and then i cook the skin separately so then it gets nice and crispy so everything was cooked perfectly well not perfectly i mean but well you so know. you when you deboning i i always think i i deboning uh, deboning deboning um he was in the he had a real small part in um godfather 2 deboning <laughs> Turkey deboning. Um, and when you're doing the turkey deboning, I mean, you're basically cutting the meat off. Yeah. 
so it sounds so much more technical it, as if as if it's something it's savage it is savage so you're just cutting the meat off of the the bones yeah, yeah. you're you're not really like i imagine like you have some kind of weird thing when you go and then all all oh, the no when the, you see somebody good doing the bones it, just fall away when you see someone like jacques pepin doing it like it's like look on youtube jacques pepin p-e-p-i-n he does it in like literally 30 seconds he'll do a whole chicken and it took me like. Does he ever go from a live chicken to a deboned chicken? Because that would probably be, that would be yeah. uh, something to see. Um, and actually, the uh, Daniel Boulud, who's like a great French chef, he's like, yeah, like when I was like eight, like I was stuck in my parents' cellar at the restaurant, like plucking chickens. Like so, yeah. like he he was there. Like he knows everything soup to nuts about how chickens. Did his parents operate. get arrested? Arrested for when he said that? Uh, no, because it is France, it's and they're Tommy Pinko yeah. hippies over there. Ladies, naked ladies dance. Um, <laughs> took me like an hour to get that out. Um. <laughs> you borrowed that from 120 years ago. Oh yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was, but anyhow, it it does. It does take a little bit of time. The late 1800s called. They want their idiomatic expression back. Yeah. Thank you very much. That took me a little while to get out. Go ahead. I do not. I'm not a very great boner, as it were, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I did okay. Um, my wife got a Roomba and thought it was really smart to like get it going in the middle of a podcast. Oh, well, it's, it's not like anybody can hear us. and It's not like anybody's listening. Oh, no. No, you got a Roomba. How is Ty- that working out? Tyson said that three people are, at least three people are listening. Fantastic. Hi, number one, number two, and number three. If you think that you're number three, then uh, I feel sorry for you uh, because you're number one in my book. Oh, and if you think I'm talking to somebody else, you're wrong. You're number one. And John, yeah? you are number six. Uh, okay, great. That's fantastic. I, well, I'm up in the rating. Last time I checked, I was number 132. Um. So how is the Roomba? I I remember we got one when it first came out and it didn't work at all and it was just, it was a piece of shit. But that was four hundred years ago. Everybody I know who has one said, "Yeah, I used it for a week and never used it again." Yeah, and I told my wife that, and she's like, "Nope." So you got one, but so it's, you just got it. So yeah. it hasn't it hasn't stopped this pretended is, to stop working and is, is and plot to take over the house. We're on day two, yeah. and because uh, so, that's what it does. Yeah, it's an artificial intelligence mm-hmm. invader. It's gonna it's gonna hide underneath the, the, a couch and start talking to your Alexa and your computers, and pretty soon there'll be eggplants everywhere. Um, nobody knows that what you're talking about. Eggplants. I just discovered the emoji eggplant today. I never really looked at it because it looks like a big fat cock, right? It it doesn't look like a, a big, big fat, fat cock. cock. It is a big fat cock. I I was always like. Why is it? That's kind of silly that they use an eggplant as. A, I never really looked at it. It's just it's there's no difference. It's a it's a penis emoji, um, right? I don't know. I don't I don't do it. Right? Yes. Right? Yeah. Right? Okay. So we got that out of the way. I just crawled into the 21st century. <sighs> yep. Don't look at the peach ones. So. I think I'm gonna go back this what? weekend. I was gonna go see movies. Yeah, and but like, like uh, Knives Out 
was like yeah. the, a big winner this like in, was in, really because it was only in a few hundred theaters and it was like uh, well over ten thousand dollars uh, ten thousand ten million ten thousand dollars per oh per yeah theater you yeah know? like it was it was hard to get a ticket it was yeah well i guess i i went and i did um sit in the second row in a in a theater that was full that was full and it was uh, a dumb place to sit for that theater. Because you're looking straight up? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I like to sit close because if you're going to sit far away, why don't you just stay home? Um, He's but, old and he can't see. Yeah, but usually you go to a theater that has a big screen. They don't actually put the seats that close. Yeah, no. This was like, and I... I uh, Alamo? I, I was kind of overwhelmed. No, I, I was at a Cinemark. I got a Cinemark uh, club thing because there's a bunch of Cinemarks near my house. Oh, there you go. And so uh, it was good, though, but I was I was fucking exhausted, and I actually fell asleep for like the first time oh, in a movie. I, I, I didn't fall asleep too, for too long. No, but I love a, a five-minute nap in a movie. It's my favorite thing. Oh, yeah? I've, I've never done that before. Yeah, well, how was it? The movie or the no, nap? No, how was the nap? Uh, the nap was a little disturbing. Yeah, but did yeah. You, were you refreshed afterwards? Mm, no, because I was disturbed. I was angry oh. at myself for falling asleep. How dare you! And I, you know, had I had had some, I had had some uh, some hard conversations earlier in the day, and I and I realized that the reason that those conversations were hard was because I was tired. And you know about halt, Marty? No. When you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, you shouldn't have hard conversations. Okay. Podcast over. And this has been your word for the day. With Dr. John Sylvain. Where John Sylvain tries to help Marty you have a good life. Yeah. And fails miserably for whatever, every single like, time. Every Monday night. Because he won't do anything but hang on to his disempowering beliefs. Because he is determined to be. A liberal hippie cock. cock. Uh, yeah, I got like every Monday night. I get like two or two, two and a half hours of sleep. And yeah, yeah, every Why? Monday night. I don't know Monday, just I, Monday. Uh, Monday night, yeah. So I'm like, no, no, no sleep for the rest of the week, or do you sleep no, normally? No sleep for the rest of the week. This so, is like my. This is. I feel so refreshed right now. So, so uh, Mondays is it in anticipation of this podcast? Because you're so no. afraid of me. It's in anticipation of you. When, yeah, yeah. It's because you're you're so excited. You should try when you're stressed. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about some some remedies for stress. If you're stressed, you know what you should do. You should masturbate compulsively. Uh, that's why I was so relaxed in my thirties and forties. Yeah. So when you get married, and then you, you know, yeah, wife says, yeah. "Stop that." Um, <laughs> uh, trying to just, sleep. You're just, shaking the whole bed. Uh, backing You're up, getting olive oil all over the sheets. Olive oil. Um, <laughs> your olive oil fuck doll um, from Popeye. So, b- backing up, knives out. Coconut oil. Th- I'm sorry. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. Oh yeah, uh, I would say uh, a, a, a a thumbs up, but I also don't. It's it's uh, the whole thing about uh, glass green onion. Is uh is that it is gonna be in theaters for a week, and then it's gonna be on Netflix in like four December, days. December December twenty third. Really? Yeah. That long ago? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
Well, maybe you should go see it in the theater. But um, well, it, it's it'll be it's gone. gone. Yeah, I think it might be gone. Yeah, it's for one week. I guess it, the week's but, over. But like, basically, they projected that it could have made hundreds of millions of dollars before, um, you know, almost uh, you know, two hundred million dollars before December twenty third. But Netflix turned that down. Um, That's crazy. Because they wanted people, they wanted eyeballs. I don't know. I don't know what the what the rationale behind that is. Because also, well, it, how much does it cost to to um, subscribe to uh, Netflix? Um, Nineteen dollars a month, something like that. Okay, so if a million people, just a million people, right? Uh, subscribe to Netflix. That's nineteen million dollars because of Glass Onion. Yeah, but they could have made no. But they, that's nineteen million dollars in one month, and then those million people start watching Abbott Elementary. Oh no, and that's not. They'll, they'll tell two friends. No, but the thing and is, they'll two friends. They forget friends. that and they so signed on. up. That's the and main so thing. So on and so on. And, okay, so let's say it's twenty dollars to sign up for netflix at the end of a year let's say this 10 months just to make all the math easy so then it's 200 million dollars for just a million people well here's my question is that do you want to watch it again and then after 10 years no really because oh i I do want to watch it again because i fell asleep oh yeah because i i hear i've heard from a couple reviewers that like oh you know I watched it twice and like I caught so many things. That, oh yeah, like, it's a great it's it's a Agatha Christie thing yeah. that that. Uh, but see, I watched I watched Death on the Nile. Yeah. Uh, the the late, latest one by you Kenneth did Branagh. It's well, a shit show. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Did you think it was going to be good? Well, you know, I mean, Agatha Christie wrote that a long ass time ago. I know, but sort of like when we talk about Plato, you know. It's like reading shit that was has been absorbed. Everything that was any good about it has already been absorbed into popular culture. But I don't know. Like, I think that it could have been done better. Like, look, whodunits are all the same. Like, there there's like a dozen cast members, and you just pick like according to Ryan Johnson, you pick the most dramatically interesting person to have committed it, and then you work your way backwards from that. I'll tell you a mystery. I'll tell you the name Wait, of a really good mystery. Wait, did you hear what I just said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you agree or? Disagree? Yeah, I do, but I think that that's not the problem with the death on the Nile. Okay, but, but I think I'm I think, saying, but what I'm saying is that you you can take that story, yeah. and film it interestingly. I don't think that Kenneth Branagh is an interesting director because the first ten minutes are just to establish how he got a scar on his face. It has nothing to do with the story, but it's just to show that Kenneth Branagh can speak shitty French. I will tell you this, the one of the biggest, there are two really big mysteries in life. And one is Pete Davidson, and the other one is Kenneth Branagh. Because Kenneth Branagh has had a long and successful career, and there's no Doing apparent shit. reason for Doing it. Doing shit. Like, he did a shitty Thor movie, directed a shitty Thor movie. He directed a shitty Jack Ryan movie. He, he did? Oh, my God, where he had the worst Russian accent. And then this, he has a terrible French accent, and he his. Well, let's is, let's take let's take a look at what he really knows what how to do, which is the shitty uh, Henry V movie, which is really the best thing that he did, but it was shitty. And then um, then there was the Much Ado About Nothing with the uh, Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves, and I mean that was one of the worst Shakespearean movies ever made. But that's one of his better movies. So yeah, but it's terrible. You know what he did in that movie? 
He cast Keanu Reeves in a Shakespeare movie. I love Keanu Reeves. I do too. And you know what I wouldn't do with Keanu Reeves? Cast him in cast a him in a Shakespearean movie. And and everything else I do. You I, know what I'm saying? Eggplant, what? eggplant. Whoop whoop whoop. So I was in a theater um, with Dan Etheridge, and uh, he says this line: "I'm a man of few words," and like that's you know the line from the play and everybody cheered in the theater yeah. because he was so bad. Yeah. Um, but I think you, you know why he was, he was uh, in that movie. Was it because Keanu Reeves at that time demanded to be in that movie? No, it was because Kenneth Branagh, who is a mysteriously untalented person who has been successful. And apparently a shitty husband, you know? Well, yeah, uh, at least once or, or a bunch of times. I don't know. I, I'm just sort of distracted by his bad artistry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's terrible. He's he's not good. He's no. bad. Yeah, he's bad cinematically. He's a bad actor. He's, he's not a good actor. No, no. I mean, and, I was. And I was has nothing to do. With, there's nothing I'm jealous about or anything. I'm just don't. I mean, and I watched this movie. He had an all star cast. Yeah. In in murder or death on, on death the on the Nile. Yeah, I absolutely agree. It must. I mean, it it it's a. But that Arm and Hammer. He's got something. You know, it's just like... Is he in that movie? Something, something dark underneath. I just want to like... Does he eat people or does he just beat people? Does he, is he cannibal? I don't know. I don't know. He's a creep. Is He's he, a creep. Uh, does he make baking powder or is that someone else? Uh, that's someone else. That's Arm and Hammer. Ah, uh, I see. I get confused because I'm parked on <laughs> Dad Joke Place. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, cool dad. Cool dad. Hey, kids. Well, <laughs> you want to smoke on this doobie? You want some salvia? We're in third grade? Yeah. Take a whiff of this. Yeah. It's a glow cigarette. <laughs> so, anyhow. Let's get the dog high. Yeah. I, I. Okay. Tyson said, I'd rather liked Dead Again, Much Ado About Nothing, and Peter's Friends. You know Just what? Because you had nothing better to do that day. Yeah, yeah. Honest to God, dead again? Jesus, please. That was back when I thought everyone was like, yeah, it's this exciting new English director. He used to be a hot shot on the, on the London stage. And he, and this is you know his first non-Shakespearean thing. And I was like, okay, great. I really wanted to see it. I was excited. And then I was like, I, I think back on that going, hey, that's two hours of my life that I really would like back. Uh, just watch the Chris... Pine Jack Ryan movie that they did and it was um it, it, it is like laughably bad and and he plays the villain in it and he directed it and it's just directorially like inept and his acting is terrible you, do you know what about Tenet Tenet did you see Tenet uh no it's uh the new um Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan movie. I went and saw it in a drive-in. I didn't understand what was going on, and then I uh, and I still don't know what's going on. But but I I did know this that when Kenneth Branagh was on screen, I was bored. And you keep pronouncing the G. What What am I supposed to do? Branagh. What do you What am I What do you, well, What's the difference? Branagh. Branagh. No, it's Branagh. All right. I stick popcorn. I'm choking you to death. <laughs> I thought you were a Ferengi. Oh, my God. I don't know. What Nerd! I don't Nerd! Know. I have no idea what Ferengi is. Like. No, yeah, you don't. I, I don't. I was, well, I'll tell, tell you one thing. Like, as I was saying it, I was like, 
I hope I hope I'm gonna get all the syllables correct. Look it Ferengi. up because Ferengis have ears that look just like yours. They they connect all the way down. Yeah, There's no lobes. That's right, motherfucker. Weird. Yeah, it's so freaky, people. It's so weird. It's people don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, look up the Ferengi and you'll see. So one thing about um, Armin Shimmerman was played the main Ferengi <laughs> on uh, Deep Space Nine. There's another Armin, and he ate a bunch of people and yeah. Did the Armin Hammer eat people? No, he's just like he's just a creep. He's a creep. Are you interested in that new movie with uh, Timothy Chalamet, Bones and all? You know, it's about cannibals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're not interested in cannibals in watching a movie about cannibals. It seems like a just a fun romp, kind of a fun thing to do. It's a romantic. It's a romance about cannibals. I've seen Cannibals: A Love Story. I've seen um, Cannibals: A Love Story. Is that the one by uh, the South Park guys? Yeah. I thought it was just called Cannibals with a big... Oh, exclu- Cannibals exclu- exclamation point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, You're there's right. a difference between an exclamation sorry, point sorry, and a love, sorry, story, love story, Marty. But, you know, when I see an ex- <laughs> exclamation point, I feel like funny in my guts, you know? Okay. So, there's a confusion like a between exclamation point and love story. Yeah, yeah. I understand now. So, um, but anyhow, uh, I... Shoot, sorry. <clears throat> you were chewing... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm no. I'm blaming. I'm blaming you for for my. There, there are a bunch of distractions going on at once, um, but uh, um, we were we've talk- established the tenth Ronach is oh, terrible. Yeah, he's terrible. Okay, a- and I love a good whodunit. Like I love a great whodunit. Like and well, there aren't that many, but what, okay, that's that's really great. Like what yeah. what is a great one? Well, you know? that's that's why um, Knives Out and this new one. Are really great because there aren't that many other great ones. He's really thoughtful, and I I like a good puzzle. You know, I like I've been doing escape rooms with Dan Etheridge. We're doing one this weekend. Um, oh, thanks, thanks for yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I my invitation and, and, must have gotten lost. No, in no, the no, no. Dan said, "Should we invite John?" And I said, "No." Okay. <laughs> no. Are you fucking kidding me? Herve. <laughs> 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 And it's like uh, so satisfying. It's like such a fun thing to do. Uh, I, I I even bought um, uh, part of the Steam sale. There's a, a escape room video game. Not very good, but um, not the same as being <laughs> in a room. You get trapped in your own room. No, that's that's my life. It'd <laughs> be funny. You get the video. That's a movie idea. You put in the Steam. That the uh, you watch the video and you can't get out. Of your own room. I mean, that's kind of like you're watching the, the Stanley Parable, which is a video game, which is like totally weird and very meta like that. Did um, you see that Shashik Ruinen whodunit that was based on the mousetrap who's called? You just said some. Cersei, Cersei, Shersha, Shersha Ronan. Shersha Ronan. Shersha Ronan and uh, Gary Oldman. No. No. What's no, his face? Some, Sam Rockwell. Yeah. The same people. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I, I see how they run. See how they run. Yeah. Well, how'd you get from see how they Shersha? run? Shersha? Shersha Ronan? Um, but you just said, did you see that movie? No, I, I, was, at Shersha, I was saying Shersha Ronan's name. The Shersha Ronan movie is uh, what I was saying. I, I started watching it and, and they're... Then you stopped because it's not very good. But they're so, such wonderful actors. I love watching them. They, they are. They are. But, but, uh... Gary Oldman's choices, or is it? Look at Alan. Okay, Grant or Alan no, uh, Rickman. Richard E. Alan Grant, Rickman. Richard E. Grant. Richard Grant. 
Okay, okay, you're having a stroke. You're having your <laughs> weekly stroke. <laughs> you are, you are, John. Just embrace it. Just accept it. I don't smell. What am I supposed to smell? Almonds? Toast? toast toasted toast, almonds? Toasted almonds. <laughs> I smell toasted pecans. Wait, what? What is going on? What is going on? I um, I think that. What is Mer- that guy's name? It's not Alan Rickman. It's not Richard E. Grant. No, it's no, it's the other guy. We just you just said it. He was in you know Charlie's Angels and Sam Rockwell. <laughs> was he? <laughs> was he? Uh, is he the guy who had that that song? It always feels like somebody's watching me. That was him, right? Yeah, yeah. It was called um, Sam. There's always feels like there's someone watching me by That's, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, but but you put Sam in every song, and you know, it always feels like somebody's watching me. Sam bodies. Yeah. Oh by man. Sam Rockwell. No, that, yes. that was bad. Well, you were the you're the one who brought up that I ridiculous know, thing. When I did it, it was good. When <laughs> you did it, it was bad. Okay, let's pull the audience here. Hello, crickets. Hello. Uh, oh, crickets say I win. <laughs> <laughs> which which was funnier? What's Marty? Nothing. <laughs> How about John? Nothing. <laughs> frogs. Oh, the crickets say the frogs are funny. The frogs say the crickets are funny. And then they ate, and then the frogs ate the crickets, and that was it. Yep. So, um, but anyhow, so who done it? Movies. Who done it? Good movies? ones. Yeah. Okay. The uh, Last of Sheila was really shocking to me from 1978. I think it was. Um, Who? What? The Last of Sheila. Look it up, people. Okay. I, and I did see it when I was 10 years old, and it was the first time I had seen certain things, and it was really shocking, and it was really scary and fun. And Ryan um, Johnson has mentioned that before as an inspiration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Murder by Death. Hilarious. Hilarious movie that was. Uh, written by Neil Simon, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it has Truman Capote mm-hmm. in a ridiculous role. He's a terrible actor, but he's so perfect in this movie. I haven't seen it since I was seven, so I can't really comment very well. So so let's see. Let's do the math. It came, came out in 1932. Yeah. So, okay. Oh, now we know how old you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. Never gets old. Never. Oh my God! The whole uh-huh. No, no pause, it doesn't. Pause. You're for, right. Pause for laughter. <laughs> pause for laughter. Uh, but yeah, it is a really funny movie, and it also has wall to wall dad jokes. Yeah, my dad loved it. Oh my God, it's it's great, and it's got the the um, the bounty paper towels lady in it. Yeah, she plays a deaf mute maid. Oh my God. John Gilgood plays a blind butler. Okay, so she comes in people, and she hands yeah. him a note explaining who she is. I thought my dad was going to die. I'd never seen him laugh that hard. In my okay, life. I was probably uh, I was like um, seven years old when I saw it. It was it came out in seventy six, I think seventy six, seventy seven. Mm-hmm. I was eight years old. I it was the funniest thing I'd ever. It seen came out. It came out time. in seventy seven. I know because it came out after Star Wars. Before that, I didn't pay any attention to movies. And then it came out, and I was because I, I thought when Star Wars came out that it would be you know that was enough. There weren't going right. to be any more movies. Nate and I was like, Ultra. What's this? There's another one. There's another movie. Yeah. I thought people had given up because the perfect one had already been made. 
and that one was like, oh, this is perfect too. Yeah. And it, it is great. It, it is, I'm, I'm Peter Falk. Yeah, like, of course. Jesus. Like, it's it, great. It, it's ridiculous, but it, it, it is great in the context of the whodunit. Right? Yeah. 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 I can't really think of any, uh, all that many whodunits. I, I think there was, uh, what was the one with um, Christopher Reeves and Death, tra- no, uh, Death Trap. Death Trap? Yeah. Um, that was pretty fun because that came out in 1983, 84, something like that. It came out after Superman and he was trying to establish himself as a, a like an interesting, actor. interesting, a really important, serious like actor, the blandest looking human yeah. being in a great way. And, and I you know, he's a very nice guy, but he's a terrible he, actor. Uh, he was, he was great as Superman, period, great, great as Superman, end and, of sentence. Yeah. Um, but then you see him. It was the first time I'd seen two men kiss, and yeah, uh, and I was like, ah! yeah, it was pretty close too. Yeah, um, yeah, it was pretty shocking. Yeah, shocking. I mean, for the I time. just so everyone knows, I grew up in the seventies, and you know what's funny? And in, in suburban seventies, so right after that was the first time I ever saw anybody play soccer. Oh, you know, I think there's a connection. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there like now there are no boundaries, you know, or the boundaries are are much different now. Like I remember, like boobies were the big boundary in the early eighties, you know, boobies, boobies, Bob Clark's Porkies, yeah, Bob Clark who directed a Christmas Story and then Black Christmas and then Porkies, like he he master. did the, he did the gamut. He's of, a master of of, of a modern cinema. Master. He's no Kenneth Branagh. Uh, no, he's a, a true master. Uh, but like I remember, like Porky's is like boob central, and like that was a big deal. But now, like now, it's like you got to have like people eating ass. Like that's that's shocking to people. Like remembering girls when uh, Allison Williams's ass gets eaten out. No. I didn't see girls. I just started watching it just recently. Oh, well, now you have something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, surprised by almost nothing in the... You know, it, was, it was fine. It's fine. It just... It, it was like, oh, this... I can see how this was cutting edge 20 years ago. Um, the... Uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, are you a, a Christmas story guy? It's Christmas what, story? What's a Christmas story guy? Like, Are you one of those people who think that that's the best movie ever made? I, I think it's a good movie. Okay. But do you think it's really one of the best movies ever made? No, I think it's a good movie. I think okay. it's a good... Uh, in the Christmas movie pantheon, it is a solid, memorable hit. And the reason why is because you've got... Uh, who plays the mother? What's, she, what's her name? She's so great. Um, uh, she's done so many good roles. Uh, you know, and you've got Darren McGavin as the dad. Like they're the most mismatched couple ever. Yeah. Uh and then uh and then you've got Chinese people in it, which I'd never seen before, you know, like in a You've never seen Chinese people in before? a funny way in movies in cinema. Oh. You know, and like they were playing it in a and it was like I was like, all right, that's kind of funny. It's a little bit racist, but it's also like very Chinese of like, oh, you don't like the the duck head on the duck? We'll get rid of it. And that's exactly what Chinese people would do. Uh, but the fa ra 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 was not uh, very accurate. But everything else was funny and and uh, 
yeah, it, it also just focused on family. Like if you look at the heart of like what what the story is, it is a, a very heartwarming story. So, but as cinema, yeah, it's fine. You you've won me over. Well, you don't like it. Oh, I I was uh, I guess I came to it late and then I was uh, kind of disappointed because people were raving uh, about it. But I think I've come around to thinking about how it didn't it did not come out when it's set, so it's perfectly sort of captures. You know, that's something I didn't really appreciate, and and it, it also really captures the intense selfishness of a ten uh, year old. But is that a bad thing that it perfectly captures that no it's great yeah. no it's yeah, wonderful yeah. okay it's, it's yeah. I, I mean i agree with you it's it's yeah i've just been i'm, I'm revising my opinion of it mm-hmm. on the fly like, as it were technically there are i'm some, a flip-flopper there are some things that are wonky and and clunky but as a whole it, it is such it captures just a like you said the the greed of a ten year old and the wonky and the clunky stuff is almost always on purposely won- it's purposely wonky and clunky. Yeah, Bob Clark meant that. Yeah, because yeah. he's Canadian, you know. No, but I, you know, but it's like it's not like uh, it's supposed to be funny. I mean, it's not supposed to be like it's. I don't know. Never mind. I'm just like yeah. I'm the I drunk give up. one. Um. So, uh. Okay. So you didn't. Did you do anything for Black Friday? Did you purchase anything stupid and dumb and and whatever? No, I had a doctor's appointment. I had a doctor's appointment. Hey, that's an hour. Like they're twenty three hours, twenty four hours in a day. That give you twenty three hours. No, to but buy let me let me let me let me tell you why I'm telling you that I had a doctor's oh, appointment. Oh, okay, Dick. So my doctor's office is in a mall, <gasps> and my doctor's appointment was at eleven o'clock on Black Friday. And, and I got to the mall. They gave you a gift bag. And it was fucking empty. And I thought, our country is going to go down the, the shitter. fucking tubes. It's all over. So I bought some guns and um, ammunition. On sale. Uh, it was all on sale. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and Two for one. I got uh, a giant barrel of water um, and a flamethrower. They just tossed it in. And the barrel of water is not for survival. It's for drowning people, specifically witches. <laughs> the end times are coming, man. No, and the fun- well, the funny thing is, is then I, I, had to, uh, I had to get a blood draw for a test or something. Yeah, so I was just seeing a nurse in the morning. And then I, but I had a 20% discount if you get your blood drawn. Take my blood. Yeah. Yeah. And so then it was free, actually. Uh, and, then, and then I, uh, but I had... Uh, I had something else. I had seen the doctor, sort of an urgent care situation. A uh, little, not that's not important, and it's only gross. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. Okay, so stop asking. All right. So I had to go back, and at four o'clock, the place was fucking packed. Is he still talking? It's, the point is, is that there was no. It wasn't people. I, maybe people got there early, and then and then there was and because they had all these people there to to control the crowds. There were like tons of these people with yellow vests there to control the crowds and there were no crowds it was uh it was a little disturbing but considering I, that it's the most important day in the history of well, the economic system I of think the united it's states it's a little bit different now so back in i, I there there's going to be a time when people are going to, uh, young people like um younger than your your kids are your kid is they're going to look on youtube and be like wait people like fought to get like 
a five dollar Christmas Christmas wreath, you know, like yeah. Well, that was always stupid. Yeah, yeah. I think that I don't think people are going to look back on that and say, "Oh my God!" Back then, people were stupid because I think that oh, people will continue to be stupid. Yeah. yeah. Hey, this is a, a question: If you had a car that ran on stupidity, where would you go to get it filled up? Your fucking face. That's um, not a very good answer. Yeah. In fact, stupidity doesn't really live in this area over here. Okay, you know what? Over here, this yeah, is yeah, you're, you're circling your stupid. face. But like, if you listen to the question you just asked, you would be like, "Oh yeah, maybe, maybe my face has a little stupidity to fill the tank with." It's so, well, well played, Marty. Well played. See how I bring up things and you you dismiss them and you don't engage in them. I did. I just did. Yeah, you just go. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Don't don't even think about the question. Where I the question is, where is the most stupidity? Where is a good source of stupidity? Okay. Help me out here. Where is it? When you you answer the question first, and then I will because I'm I don't understand the question. So why don't you like tell me where you would fill your Humvee of stupidity? Uh, I would go to um, uh, Facebook. Oh my God, you're right. Okay, okay, I stand corrected. And uh, what is it that you want to talk about? <laughs> go ahead, John. John I, I apologize. Go, go ahead. I, no. I was. I, give I, me. I, give, I, do what you did the last four times. Give me some topic, I, and then stand up <laughs> and go to the bathroom. So I have to monologue on it for ten minutes. Look, I have a and little. And then come bladder, back and make fun of what I said. Of a peanut. Uh, no, go ahead, John. Like, I, go ahead. I, what? I go ahead to the bathroom. Go ahead and I could, what? I, I would just go to 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 my own like I don't know my own damn head for stupidity. Like like. Okay, yeah. what is the next topic? We've already <laughs> shot that one down very effectively, and you you're you're making all these moves like you have to get up again. So give me what I, give me my marching orders so I have to monologue while you go off and I don't know what you do. I have to do but- a crossword puzzle. It's so important that I do this because like I have, I'm time myself and it comes out like at nine and like it's oh like oh my god you're such a away. fucking nerd. It's coming out in sixty minutes, so I gotta get prepared. Nerd. I gotta read like nerd. look at. You don't understand. It's the third. It's the Wednesday. New York Times Wednesday crossword is Nerd. really easy, and I'm just trying to beat my time. I just got to get under. No, five, the Monday one is easy, half. dummy. I know, but in the middle week, like Friday, is yeah. when it starts getting serious. Darts. Wednesday, I I think I can get it under five and a half minutes. Do you do the crossword really? Or are you making this all up? Oh no, I've done it. I did it 200 days in a row, and then um, my wife yelled at me for trying to doing it in, while you're having sex while we're having sex and i was like come on <laughs> and so it ended oh, at 200 God. oh i yeah, wish i'd never said that and and it ended at 200 and now it's back up to 30 or something like that but, okay but uh yeah i was doing pretty well there you can you can do the crossword in coitus come on yeah yeah you can yeah, yeah. So uh, Tyson says that not a whodunit, but Christopher Reeve was pretty funny in the film version of Noises Off. I didn't see that. It is so funny. It, it is. It is not a good movie, but like it's a great script. Marilu Henner is in it. 
it is so funny. All right. It is so, uh, yeah, I, it, it is, I was so surprised when, when I saw it and I was working at a video store at the time, so maybe I'm wrong, but I loved it. I loved it. And who's the, the, the playwright who did it? I don't know. Um, I saw another play of his that Kenneth Bronach. Kenneth Bronach. Bronach. Kenneth Bronach. Dog just poked me in the butt again. Yeah. I think, I think he, I think he wants me. He wants your eggplant. Um, I want your eggplant. That's a sexy song. Yep. Uh, so okay, here, John, here, John. So you were talking to me about stress. Yes. So every Monday night, I have like two, maybe three hours of sleep if I'm lucky. Because of it's Monday. Because of you. Because of me. Oh, because you're afraid of me. No, I'm not afraid of you. Yeah, just, you are. You should be. Check out these guns. Jesus Christ, actually, you do got some guns going on there. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, this, this, there's a, like, um, a, a very muscular pound cake who's about to just destroy me. Uh, I mean that in, with all respect. Uh, in, a, in a purely sexual way. Purely, purely sex. I only mean sex. pound you. I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to wreck that shit. Those are all such sexy words. These are the kinds. This is the way Steve Kruger describes sex. Well, you're putting words into my mouth. Yeah. Through, via Steve Kruger. Who's tell me here. more about this. Tell me. Tell so, me more about this Monday night situation. Yeah. So, why, why, why am I so stressed? Why do I stay? Let stressed? me ask this, Marty. What do you think when I say the word eggplant? First thing that comes into your mind. The first thing that comes into your mind. We are doing a little bit of the psychoanalysis now here. You are having a hard time. Oh my God, you are crying. Uh, No. I, I mean, yes, yes, I'm crying. I love your your skill at at at, at improv, uh, telling me how bad I am. It's just extraordinary. I didn't say anything about how. Not in the last fifteen minutes. No, you didn't. <laughs> You're so sensitive about that. It's so funny. No, it's no. I'm not sensitive about it. It's just annoying. Oh, it's, well, it sounds like sensitive because I didn't. I have not brought it up at all today. Not today, no. Nor, nor last no, week. Not today. Nor last week. Or... Yeah, I it just. It's just you know. I I uh, I try to do bits, and 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 you look at me like, what the fuck are you doing, you fuck nut? Um, Is it because you didn't get any sleep? So why don't you get any sleep? Is it because you're worried about the this podcast? Uh, I don't know. Is don't it? Know. Do you spend up? <laughs> you stay up all night prepping for it? Uh. No, no, I'm not. No, I, I didn't think so. Yeah, clearly not. <laughs> clearly not. All right. Did, 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 no, you, why is it Monday night? What happens? Um, I, I, I guess it's just the the weekend, and you know. What happens on Monday during the day? You go to work. Uh, I don't go to work. I no, work. but you start working. Yeah, yeah. So, do you get assignments on on Monday? Mm-hmm. Is there mm-hmm. somebody uh, that you work with that um, triggers you in some way? Uh. I guess the the question is, how do you deal when you have trouble sleeping? Because you are you do you also have sleep issues. I did, and I no longer have them. Okay, this is very recent. This yes, is in the past couple of years. Yes, past so, year. So, 
Okay, so let's just skip to the the, the what do I do? Meaty bits. Yeah. <clears throat> there's there's uh, one main thing is I stop lying to people all the time. Wait, I can't do that. Yeah, it's not. John, it's you're so funny. Fucking you're not. So fucking it funny, is though. not. You're funny. <laughs> yes. No, I, you're funny. No, you should stop lying to people. Um, but how can I when you're so funny? Mm-hmm. See, yeah, because you crave approval. Okay, and I don't. You piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> okay, explain that. Uh, explain that to me. How that? How lying to people affected your sleep? Uh well, uh, so and, and well, first of all, explain how do you lie lied to people? No, I'm not gonna do that. Okay, well, no, in, it's in a psychological. It's I, 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 I had a almost exactly a year ago. I had a existential crisis that has led me to um, a completely new way of life, um, doing all kinds of things, including therapy and st- and meditation and and other things that I am absolutely. No way am I going to get into on this podcast. Oh, my God. Because, like, you're basically saying, I figured out the secret to happiness, and I'm not sharing it with anybody. No, I'm sharing it with lots of people. I'm not sharing it on this <laughs> podcast. You're not sharing it with me. No, I'll share it with you. I'm not sharing it on this <laughs> podcast. Fair, fair, fair. Because you know how they sometimes say, this is a safe space? No, They've never no, no. said that this about this. This is the least this. safe this space. This is the least Safe space. Oh my god! Did you hear? Hear how he said safe space? Exactly. He's sounding like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Okay. Right, go ahead. See? You fucking idiot. Go ahead. Keep talking. And it's so much nicer than it used to be. <laughs> fucking idiot. So I, <laughs> I used to have a lot of uh, a lot of stress, and I was um, keeping secrets, and I was telling lies, and I was really worried about how. Um, people perceived me, and I wasn't aware of that. There was a whole bunch of psychological shit going on. Mm-hmm. And so uh, after this crisis that I had, I, I got help, and, I, uh, and so I, I no longer feel those things. And part of the thing that everybody can do is meditating. And another thing is, is looking. I mean, look at what it is that you're, if your mind is spinning, what is it spinning about? And that's something that you should deal with. Yeah, well, then the other, the other, uh, there's a couple other things. I'll tell you the things that I recommend um, for uh, sleep that that have worked for me. The second thing that I do is I I, I listen to a uh, audio book that is sort of interesting, but not too interesting. All and right. I, I I've been listening General to General Stilwell. Yeah, was in China. The perfect the perfect book is an auto uh, not an auto a biography of John Quincy Adams oh my god yeah because he was just about as boring as an interesting person can be yeah yeah and uh i mean he was a fucking president he was president and you know. then he became a, a supreme court and he did justice. he did some shit you he know he did lots of stuff and uh, it, there's a funny thing. I remember this book because uh, I only hear really the beginnings of things. Um, and the guy says, a lot of people think that John Quincy Adams was straight-laced, self-righteous, rectitudinal, little uh, glowering kind of person. Glowering. And that's based really on uh, his portrait that uh, survives. And then, and then he goes on to prove 
over the next you know 13 hours of audiobook yeah, yeah. that he's just a self-righteous rectitudinal bore you know what does rectitudinal mean rec i don't know i think i made it up it's a i was thinking I, actually, rectitude I'm, rectitude is like a moral uprightness oh, you know what that self-righteousness came up, that came up in a um crossword puzzle today oh really it's. I think it's somehow related to rectal. But uh, anyway, and Doris Kearns Goodwin has such a lilting voice. Like you know what I? I started listening to these voice. history books, and um, I realized that I loved listening to these history books. They were putting me to sleep. And what do they all have in common? Because they were some of them by Doris Kearns Goodwin, and some of them were by. She's a famous uh, a presidential. Yeah, historian, she, she. I listened to that. Yeah. And then there was another, the uh, the guy who wrote the uh, biography of of uh, Hamilton. Oh, that, but uh, who's the one who did like the seventeen books on Johnson? You know, well, that was uh, uh, Doris Kern Goodwin. Oh, I think. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. But Edward Herman is the guy who who uh, read oh all these books. Oh my God! From from Fright Night, not Fright Night. Um, Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. <laughs> but he was in. He, wasn't he in? Uh, 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 I don't know. Uh, the vampire one in with uh, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Was he? I don't know. Edward Herman. We'll never know. No, we'll never know. So uh, he. So I listened to a book that's kind of interesting, but not that interesting. So I don't care how it ends because it's nonfiction. I have a thing with nonfiction where I'm like, if it exists in in the world, I can find out about it. So I don't have to wait and find out about it. You know what I mean? I can just listen. And what that does is it takes me out of my head, right? That helps me fall asleep. And then and then here's some other options. You can um, eat. Um, excessively you can eat carbs excessively eat your pain yeah eat your pain if you're feeling stressed out you can um just eat lots of sugar and stuff until you can't really kid so you can't breathe um and and that'll help um and then your uh blood pressure will go up and, and then you'll end up dying and so that's that that's a cure for your your problem another thing to do is to just um masturbate incessantly uh, that helps to uh, with stress uh, for a moment and a half. Um, and the the other thing you can do is abuse drugs and alcohol. So these are all things you can do. Yeah. It's so audio books, uh, drug abuse. Yeah, meditation, drug it's abuse, like, self abuse. It's like when, and abuse when these like uh, meditating monks talk about like finding nirvana or whatever. It's just like, well, that sure sounds like taking drugs, you know. And yeah, it's, it does the same thing. Yeah, but one has one takes a long time to get to, and the other one has a long time getting off of, you know. Yeah, and it's from. also, I mean, uh, to get to a place of of uh, in my in my view, to get to a place of of nirvana, you have to have compassion for the world, and in order to take a lot of drugs, you have to be really self absorbed. And you don't have to be. Uh, no, but if you are, then you become an addict. Uh, yeah, it, it is funny. F- hilarious. It's uh, so funny. Addiction is fucking hilarious. Yeah, what's that show that was on like... Um, it, I'm going to say interdiction. Intervention? Intervention. Interdiction. <laughs> yeah, it's called interdiction. Oh my God, listen to you, SAT. No. Um, intervention. I don't, I don't know what interdiction means, but I'll use it. It's like but, rectitude. Yeah. Interdiction and rectitude. It's like these words that have... Dirty parts. Those of are our, we're like these um, tag team wrestlers. I'm interdiction, and um, this is rectitude. Yeah. So, um, but watching intervention, intersectionality is just like it watching sex in it. like really, really like selfish narcissistic people 
and and you're just like it, it's really it, it's so repetitive after a while like intervention yeah 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 and, yeah and, if if i was to know somebody for instance who may or may not go to meetings with people who are addicted to things uh, not that i'm saying that i know anybody who does or or maybe anyway i would say that there's a remarkable level of similarities no matter where people come from who are addicted to stuff and it has to do with selfishness now assuming that you know people who've been in that situation is in that situation when you're amongst it does it become unbearable does no because the whole point is pointing that out and and it's a but recovery is about okay i'm not them i'm not them no, well, that that doesn't see. You're watching the beginning of the process when right, you're right, watching right. interdiction or intersexuality, sensuality, sensu interventionality, interventionality, intervention, <laughs> eventuality. Isn't in, it? in what whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Is that with the what's his name, Doctor Bob from the Love uh, K Rock thing? Doctor Bob, Doctor Bob. Nope. <laughs> Keep going. Pigs in space. What am I thinking of? Uh, Dr. Drew? <laughs> yeah, Dr. Drew. I love how like, your instant response was no. And you're like, oh, yeah. No, I didn't say that. You said no, yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, Edward Herman died uh, eight years ago. I didn't even know he was sick. Uh, he died at 71, and he was in Lost Boys, and... Oh, uh, it, I gotta see Lost Boys. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's quite a show. Uh, speaking of shows, I, I have been watching White Lotus. Me too. Okay, so not giving anything away. Um, Everyone is hateful. Why is it? Why is it so watchable? Well, okay. So, did you is, notice how good? Well, it's directed. So this is Mike White who uh, did Chuck and Buck. Um, very little in common with Kenneth Bronick. Yeah, Bronick. Um, uh, Mike White, he, you know, I used to know him back when, back in the day, like, because, like, he was the next door neighbor of a friend of mine, and I went to a couple parties that he threw. He's, he's done, it's funny, because he really is the opposite of Kenneth Bronick, because that guy looks like a creep. He looks like a creep and he's um he's an oddball but he's so fucking, fucking talented. smart and so good. funny and he's done he did two survivors and and he and his dad did the amazing race together. Oh really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. And th like he's just like a a person who's just like just jumps into life, you know. Um and he's he's a a really fantastic writer and a a great director. Mm. So the first season of um, White Lotus, did you enjoy the first season? Well, you say enjoy. It's like it's like watching. It's like it's like Guernica. You know, it's just like something you you, you look okay. at it. You, you're you're making references that you know. I it, that's a painting. It's a painting by Picasso, and I barely know what I'm talking about. Okay. But it's about. I, I, I'm not calling you in your shit. I just no, don't no. know. You, I don't know what the. Yeah. So, the, but it's a, it's a it's about uh, uh, Guernica. Oh, is a, a lot of shit going on at it's once. A, well, no, it's a town in 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 Spain that was bombed 
and that's it's about it's supposedly about bad stuff. So I but it's a giant giant painting, painting right? right? And I, when I look at it, I go, "What the fuck? Why is this a big deal? It looks like a three year old painted it." So that's a bad example. And then you're like, "There's Alessandro Daddario's boobs," and like I'm really into it. Yeah, you know? I really, that was a good. That was good. Yeah. That was, I like that about the first season. Um, and um, the thing, uh, it's just it, it's about um. The, the worst sort of side of people, but they're very, very, very well constructed. You can understand everybody's motivation. It's wealthy people in very idyllic resorts. Yeah, and it's beautiful, and there's this, and they use things like crashing ocean, or he uses, because he directs everything. Yes. He uses the crashing waves or underwater with views. Wine and, and, uh, and in this way that, that and, and with along with music, so there's this feeling Lots of unease. Of yeah. yeah, and like p- pictures of statues that are, you go, why the fuck are we looking at that? Oh, it's just to make me feel uncomfortable. It's haunting. It's haunting, and yeah. it's weird. And then the people are doing things that are, that are very human, and yet you know that these are they're making some of the worst mistakes of their lives, sort of casually. It is so smartly done, mm-hmm. and it's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And there are moments that are f- hilarious. And there are moments that are very tantalizing and sexy, but mostly uncomfortable. Now, let me ask you, this is not a spoiler, okay? The very first thing that happens in the first season and the fir- and the second season is a body. The first season, you're seeing a body getting on a plane. Yes. The second season, you see they find a body in the water. There are a lot of parallels between the first and the second season. Yeah. So, but do you think that they needed that to get you to keep watching or not? Because it sort of has the structure of a whodunit. Uh, yes, I, I think that is like abs- who who got it, abs- who got killed. Yeah, and th- that is going back to Sunset Boulevard. You know, yeah, which is well, you didn't really. Yeah, I guess you did. What? Nothing. I did what? You did know that there was somebody dead. You just knew who it was. Right. It's exactly exactly like it. Yeah. So when I said no. What I meant was absolutely right. I accept your apology. So I'm gonna relish just. So um, I was gonna apologize, but now I'm not gonna. <laughs> it's gross. No, but it, it's uh, it's intrigue. Yeah. And so you're like, if you see the first, like last night was uh, we watched the fourth or fifth episode. So there's seven episodes this season, uh-huh. and. I was like, we got to watch the first scene because I think that this one character was like, you know, really like, like um, regretful and like distant. And then you watch it and like, she's not that at all. And I totally misremembered it. And then I was like, oh, and then they're the bodies, you know, and. Um, you mean the girl? Yeah. Yeah. You, the wife? The wife. Yeah. You yeah. thought that at the beginning she was regretful. She had some kind of sadness. Yeah. yeah. But she, yeah, did, she did, didn't. did not. No. no. And, and this is uh, Theo James. Um, James plays the husband of this woman. Oh, is that right? His yeah. name is Theo James. Theo James. I, I, he looks like so many other people. I'm he's like, like this generic, super handsome English fellow. Oh, he's, uh, he's English? playing American. Oh. Yeah. He was in the, the Inbetweeners, uh, which is like one of my favorite, like, coming of age shows like it's huh. uh and he was in the film like it did they did two series and then they did two films and he was in the first film and he was hilarious um he's really good he's at playing an asshole, an asshole. he and doesn't behave no like an asshole no. he acts like an he, asshole yeah he seems like he's an asshole yeah and when in the interviews he's just like 
he's speaking about his character like he doesn't know that like that's who he plays best you know he's played many many things he's played leading men but he's played assholes the best you know yeah it, it's it's an amazing skill because he's very handsome you know well it's it's uh, there's something about oftentimes there's something about the way you look that helps you play certain characters yeah like Keanu Reeves is really good at playing characters who look like Keanu Reeves, for instance. Yeah, and that's not a that is not a dig on him. No, I, I think he's. In a, fact, most of the characters he's played have looked like him. But I also think he's a good actor. I really do. I think he's great. Yeah, I think he's more of a movie star than an actor. For sure, for sure. And, I'm and, sorry, I'm eating like this is not a podcast. Yeah, but we can actually get into the distinction between. Um, movie stars and actors uh, another time but because i think that's a that's a huge huge um thing to dig into you know like like well let's just say that um we could just agree on it and then it would be a non-controversial and we could end it really not, fast but it's an interesting thing to talk about it's oh like, you know it why, is okay why are you being so confrontational why am i being so confrontational yeah I don't know. <laughs> Kruger's not here. Yeah, because the, I I see that the the green light is on, so I'm supposed to be a dick. You don't have to be a dick. Like, look at I bring things up. You okay. say that's boring. Well, we won't talk about that. You no. bring things up. I say they're boring. You say why are you being a dick? See, that's how this is. It's familiar territory. Oh, like. I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight. You should listen to the Will Wilkins one. He's like, that's when that's when Tyson was like, oh, this is what yes and means. Oh, Tyson, you can suck my French-Canadian penis. Eggplant. Oh, my God. It, it was like, it was like so validating for me. Okay, I'll validate you. You're awesome. Move on. Next topic. <laughs> you want to talk about... Actors versus movie stars? No, not no. We'll do it next week. You want to do it next week? Yeah, I'll prepare. Oh, that would be a change. It would be. <laughs> I know what we're going to talk about. Oh my god. Okay. Well, here's something that you might have some preparation for. Yeah, I know, but I don't. I haven't come up with anything. This is what we talked about right before the thing. Keep before going. The thing. I, I give you like ten, twenty, ten, seven or ten minutes to talk about. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. To think about this. Yeah. So okay. There are movies mm-hmm. that are are really good. Yeah. And then you get to the end and yeah. you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. So like my favorite example that people love. Yeah. Is Adrian Lyne's like uh, Jacob's Ladder with uh, Tim, Tim um, Sarandon. Tim Berners-Lee, inventor of the World War Web. Yeah. Uh, Tim Robbins. No, t- uh, Tim Sarandon. Oh, oh, Robbins. I'm yes. I I forgot. He, he might not have been married at that point. Didn't he um, write even Cowgirls Got the Blues? Uh, uh, no, that was Tom Robbins. Oh, did, isn't he a motivational speaker? Ducks like this. That that is um um Tony Robbins. Oh, isn't he uh, the song that uh, Jackson Five sang? Uh, that was also a big doo-wop hit from no, the fifties. That's, that's ABC. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see that is comedy, there, right? Like, what? I I was yes ending you and then I no I, I was having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, give me something. All right, I'll give you something. I know an eggplant. Z- zip up your pants, <laughs> sir. 
<laughs> Please, sir, zip up your pants and. Th- Ow! Oh my yeah, God! But the crazy thing is, I got my scrotum caught in my zipper. Elastic pants. So Jacob's ladder is. Um, you didn't like it. Well, no, I loved it because it's terrifying. And, yeah. And the thing is, you're watching this movie about Tim Robbins, a veteran coming back into the to, to New York. I think it is. Yeah. And it's and, why I don't go to chiropractors because yeah, of that movie. So so Dan Aiello plays this chiropractor who makes these very satisfying cracks, and you're like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Look on YouTube. It's like so much fun to watch people get cracked, but doesn't do really anything for you. Um. Well, that's a little controversial. No, no, it's yeah. actually backed by science. Like, there's not very good science. Like that... I said, like I said, it's controversial. Oh, right, right. So, if you don't believe in science, then, um, then yeah, chiropractory is great. But, but anyhow, uh, he goes through all this crazy shit that is so terrifying. The visuals in it in this movie are terrifying. Yeah, they I've are. Never seen anything like it before. Uh, like, and they're all super like cheap super cheap they're very simple ones effects that are done through like basic makeup stuff you know costume stuff and simple film techniques yep terrifying 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 scariest gave, movie i really gave me seen. nightmares think and about then, it all the time actually and then it's like oh it's all a dream no, no, no. i'm gonna admit don't ruin it for people people no, should watch uh, it no they shouldn't because it's, it's it, disappointing it's so disappointing it's much better to watch that two hours of <laughs> jacob's ladder and be disappointed than have exactly the same experience after seven years of lost yeah it's basically that it, it, is, it is exactly that no uh, this one was scarier uh yeah but just as much in- interesting stuff. Yeah. So much intriguing yeah. stuff. And this is the problem is like if you're if you build all this intri- intrigue, you better fucking pay it off and you better not like dick out on it. Like like that's what happened with with Jacob's Ladder. They remade it, I think. I didn't even bother to watch it. Did they? I think they did. Um It's hard to believe. But uh, they remake anything that like gets a little bit of a cult following. Uh, but it is the ending is terrible. Yeah. Well, the, the, there's a certain almost guarantee that when you build... Oh, my God. I'm just thinking of something. I, I, most okay, of my okay, examples okay, okay, okay. are no, terrible. No, no. no, I, uh, no. When, you build up, when you build up something yeah. so that, that the mystery is just gigantic, there's, a, there's like a 100% chance that it's just going to suck at the end. And so uh, there's uh, something that I... I I'm I don't know if I don't know if I can say this. I'm so upset by it. No, it's a TV show it. that I watched recently. Do it. Called Devs. Did you see Devs? Nobody saw. Al, Devs. I I watched it all the way through. That's, Alex Garland. I I, I want to because it seems so intriguing. So but Alex I Garland to... is a is this very provocative filmmaker who's done some great great movies he did ex machina mm-hmm. and he did uh what was the other uh, the the one with um annihilation isn't that what oh yeah not not a great one but no but ex machina was great you know Why annihilation was... is ugh. i mean he took a book that i really liked okay all right, Ruined it. All right. we get it you read so um, Jesus Christ. John, Such I've made that joke like 17 times in this podcast. And I, you know what I've said every time? Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. I um, think you should get more new material. 
That's what I think. Okay. If you're going to make, I mean, there's so many things you could make fun of me for. Jesus Christ. Okay. So anyway, what happens in devs, and I, I want to spoil it for you because it is the please, please. worst piece of shit so ever. Who are the stars in it? The guy from Parks and Rec's uh, Nick Offerman. Oh, yeah. He plays this completely dreary um, guy. and um, Saul's mustache, right? Who? No mustache. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, you don't, you don't get Nick Offerman with that's like Tom Selleck without a mustache. Like fuck you. Well, it's also Nick Offerman stash. without being funny at all. So it's sort of like, why did we hire this guy? Because he didn't have the stash. Because he didn't have the stash, and also because it's 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 ponderously written. Yeah. It's just uh, ponderous. There's a lot of uh, there's some other people in it. I just can't remember them. Okay. Because I was so blinded by the fact that Nick Offerman was so boring, and I'd never seen the the level of boring. I didn't think Nick Offerman had the ability to be hey, this Nick, boring. Come, come on up, come on up. No, 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 no. And so, what they're doing? I'm just going to completely spoil it because nobody should okay, watch this. But were you wa- were you enjoying it while you were watching it? No, because I had okay. this premonition okay. that this was going to suck. Okay. And would they have this this uh, computer? Super duper computer that's sealed off that has figured out, you know, basically uh, everything that could possibly happen, um, and and uh, created a simulation of the entire history of the world, such that they could go backwards in time and see Jesus getting crucified, and then they could go forward in time, and things would, uh, they could know what happened, and um, so it's like this. And, and and this is all discovered through this people getting killed and there's all this sort of uh, spy stuff. And, and to what end? Then they then finally the protagonist, she does something. Wait for it. Huh? Huh? Unexpected. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That is fucking it. That is okay. it. So here is the difference. I would say is that I'm gonna. Like, I have to go and kill him. That is so fucking annoying. If and, but if it's like the thing about Jacob's Ladder is, I was so terrified and like intrigued while I was watching it. I wanted to know what it was. It's because they were promising you, you what know, happens ju- after you die, like just like Lost, you know. But they were promising you some kind of payoff that I, would I, I, justify. It's the same thing with devs. They were promising something that they could not deliver. I know, but you didn't like it while you were watching it. You said that like because I because I've seen enough shit like right? Lost that I knew. Okay, I watched, I watched uh, Jacob's Ladder in 1989 or whenever it came out. You know, and I was like, oh my god, I've never seen anything like this before. And it devs was, was devs was well done. And I was intrigued. I just had this yes. terrible feeling and that, that I was going to be disappointed. And, and you got, were right. And I got. I was. I was right. I was like, "Oh no, they're not going to say that she just has free will all of a sudden, just because she's decided to, and she's the hero oh. of the." Because basically, is really obsessed about women having free will, isn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting if you if you have nothing else going on in your life. <laughs> I clearly don't. You know what? A movie that I really mostly enjoyed, and some of it I men. Really, no, I didn't see that. Was um, Alex Garland the latest? Uh, and really, it is not in this category. The latest James Bond movie. 
Did you see it? I did. I, I, I kind of enjoyed it when I first watched it, and then I watched it again. Talk um, about the ending, man. He's fucking James Bond. Right? It, How's yeah. he going to get away? No, he don't. He's not. He don't. He's just not going to get away. He's like, I'm How good. are we going to solve this? I'm good uh, here. I'm good here. No, I'm just going to. Yeah, go ahead. Because I'm really bummed out after 25 movies that yeah. I can't see this last girl. No, he's like ever again. He's like, I gotta raise a kid. Fuck this. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It was just so stupid. And then also the, the, the I mean, you watched it again. Do you see that weird like I didn't, lack of? I didn't make it to the end. Oh well, there's this fight scene. And you remember, probably remember it because it's you're watching it going. Wait a minute, I thought this Malik? was no. There's a fight. There's a the fight scene in in the in the stairwell where James Bond just basically um, kills a bunch of guards. But it, you're just watching it going. I haven't seen a fight scene this lame and stupid and slow in like 30 years. (laughs) But how was uh, Daniel Craig in the the Glass Onion? Daniel Craig is a fucking, is wonderful. I think he was great as James Bond. I don't blame him for that. No, no. I I thought he was the best James Bond ever. That is my question. Like, because like, I think he's a fantastic actor. He's wonderful. I think he... Um, I think his accent in the Knives Out for Benoit Blanc. Um, Benoit Blanc. It's just a little. It's silly. It's a little too but silly. A little, you know, a shitload better than Kenneth Branagh. Oh, in- everything is better than Kenneth Branagh. I'm just saying it is a choice. I know there are people that talk like that, but I. Uh, it's like one of those things where it's like, I know he doesn't talk like that. Okay, you know his. So I know dialect, it's a complete choice. His dialect coach said that he was doing like a B plus. A B plus. <laughs> yeah, that's See, what he said. That's what he said. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I uh, I just think it was a choice. It's a choice that's a little distracting. Um, another movie that. But you know who's fantastic in that movie, Glass Onion? Who's just a movie star after just just a fucking movie star is wait, Janelle wait. Monae. Let me guess, Janelle Monae. No. <laughs> uh, thank you for letting me guess, though, and, and I'm sorry I missed it. Yeah, you, uh, you were that talking one. about whoosh, Ed, whoosh, your whoosh, your old classmate whoosh, Ed Norton, Eddie Norton. Jesus, he's uh, um no uh, uh Kate Hudson. Uh, no, it's it's you know, I hear I hear Kate Hudson is not great in the movie, but oh, that's not true. Right. She's not. She doesn't play a great character. She's All great right. at playing this All really right. terrible character. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I just love I love uh, Ryan Johnson's love for movies, and it comes across in all his movies. Yeah, and the thing is the thing about Glass Onion. Don't expect too much, and no, you enjoy the fuck out exactly, of it. Exactly, exactly. And but that's kind of how I was going into a Death on the, on the Nile, and then when the first like ten minutes are just like this black and white thing of World War One of like how. Didn't uh did, This is how I got my scar on my face. Didn't this you see? This is why I have a giant mustache. Like that's like his accent. Like it's Hercule Poirot. Hercule is the guy. Yeah. Explain Poirot. why he's got a a scar on his face. That's in the, the only thing that you get out of that whole ten minute sequence in like a bunch of trenches. This is the thing, Marty. This is let me tell you. It's so me, self-indulgent. When it's you so when, crazy. when you go to a movie, right? And you sit down and the uh-huh, lights go down. Uh-huh, right. Uh-huh. This is how to enjoy a movie. Okay. And then and then you drink your coke and you eat your popcorn and then the the uh, the movie starts and it says directed 
by Kenneth Branagh. There are two. You have two Pew. options. You could leave, or you could go to sleep, or you just lower your All expectations right. below yeah. subterranean level. That's what I was trying to do. Why didn't you do that? I did. I did. Don't you want to love your life? I did, and it didn't work. <laughs> but and, and you know, I don't want to like like clearly. How about that Gal Gadot though, right? Yeah. Am I right? Oh, right. She, well, she dies. Am I? But um, oh. But clearly, like there are people who like him. So I, I we no, could, there are people who hire him. There aren't right. any people who like his work. Oh, that's an interesting distinction, actually, and that's something that we can talk about also, because there are people who come in on budget, on time, and who can have who have famous friends that can be in your movie, their movie, you know. Yeah, and so you hire them, you know. And maybe that's who Ken- Kenneth Branagh is. Uh, I don't know, but but I just don't, I I'm not a fan. And you know what? He can. He's, he's terrible. He's made. He's terrible. Three thousand more movies than I right. ever will. But here, let me let me. You so you're making Thor, right? And you want and you're you're in the Marvel universe, and you're making Thor two, and you think. You know what we need? We need something with gravitas. And in walks Kenneth Branagh, and he gives you this song and dance about Shakespearean bullshit, la de di la. And then he makes Thor Dark World, right? He Which didn't. Is, he didn't. He was not the director on that. Who was? What did he direct? He directed he, Thor. Yeah, he did. the original yeah. Thor. Mm-hmm. And it was terrible. It's it's the the worst MCU movie. He didn't direct Dark World. No, he did not. Okay, well, so he directed Thor. Which is also bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made, but it, you you notice how badly it did at the box office? It did terribly. No, it, it did made not. like three hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah, it, it made a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I'm like I I I I'm wrong. How many you know? people have directed movies that have made three hundred million dollars? And also, how many people have you know won gotten Oscar nominations for movies just because people go Shakespeare? It must be good. I don't get it. One Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, exactly. Once you have that on, you have. $300 million on one side and you have an Oscar on the other, you don't have a hard time getting jobs and you're a hack. And okay, so did you come up with a movie that you didn't like the ending of? Yeah, the 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 uh, the, uh, the James Bond movie, I think, is oh, uh, qualifies. Okay, okay. That, that's that's actually a good one. because You know, the other the other one it, is... It was supposed to punctuate the... It was supposed to be the passing of the torch. Which was? Where? What? What do you mean? Because there's a new 007. Oh yeah, that's stupid. But you know, I I really yeah, a woman can't be a black. Oh, they, she's black. I ah, no that's no John no, that's Sylvain. not no John Sylvain hates black women. Did Sean Connery's uh, James Bond John die? John Sylvain hates black Fuck. women. <laughs> no, I don't. I only hate a few, <laughs> and I'll give you the names later. Um, the uh, uh, but they, they never did that before. It's not like James Bond is a is a the James Bond never died before. Right? What? James Bond. Never died before. Never died before? Never died in a movie before no, so that not. they could... No. Right? He didn't, right? He did not. I have to say, uh, another movie that comes to mind to mind is Quantum of Solace at the end. The end of Quantum of Solace when the, the nuclear-powered hotel in the middle of the desert blows up. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's the dumbest thing. And then I thought, I thought... They built a nuclear-powered hotel in the middle of the desert. That is so dumb. And then I thought, wait a minute, this is a James Bond movie. Like, and everybody we, always built. They always build. Why wouldn't build you a- make it solar? You're no. in the desert, right? 
Well, no, that's there's a lot. Why would you fucking build it? But then it's like, well, you know, there's, there's Doctor No's got an island full of I, I, I bad think, guys, kind of thing. I it's, think it's, they, they were like they had the can of oil. It was a fight. They don't need they, any reason. They, they had the can of oil finish at the end. Like, go ahead, you know, you're thirsty. Here's a can of oil, and then they worked their way back from there. I think that's what they did. That's I don't remember. I don't remember it that much. I just remember no. I was disappointed, but. Well, I was really the, fucking disappointed by Lost and Devs. Those are two TV shows yeah. that ended. Um, and then uh, the only the only movie that really comes to mind for me is James Bond. Those movie are great really, ones. Those are excellent, excellent examples. I uh, I was really disappointed by uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Just about every every part of it. Uh, I watched that over the holidays, and you did? I did. I, I watched. Um, I watched The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker, and I love The Last Jedi, and the, the Rise of Skywalker did nothing for me. It's like such a bloated nightmare. I mean, it's it's not... I mean, in the moment when I first watched it, I was like, oh, this is like this is satisfying my 11-year-old um, in me, which is there most of the time, but it wasn't there over the holidays, and it was just not good. Uh, Emperor Palpatine is such a good bad guy that I think that they just had a hard time getting rid of him, even though he was dead. But I I really was... The thing that I have a problem with, with uh, Rise of the Jedi, is you take... It's like an improv game. Here's what you're presented with, and you don't go, oh, thank you for the idea. I'm going to spirit in the heart with a, a lightsaber yeah. and never explain who it what what it was that's annoying speaking of uh, improv gifts um um speak amongst yourselves oh good not even not even a topic now he's going to go off and he's uh, he's going to take marty's going to go masturbate and uh, now i have to come well, up with something because of what you told me to do yeah i know i know i didn't tell you to do it right now so, uh, what else am I watching? Oh, you know what? You know what's really good is uh, Abbott Elementary. I really like Abbott Elementary. Um, I uh, I heard that's really good, and I watched it, and it is. Except, you know, they look at the camera too often. Um, oh, and then the other thing I'm watching that uh, uh, I wish Marty was here to hear this, uh, but he's not. He's off jerking the main thing. Jerking. Jeez, I can hear him actually in the bathroom, masturbating away. Masturbation can be fun. Um, uh, the uh, Fleischman is in trouble. Fleischman is in trouble is a new show on Hulu, I believe, and um, on the Hulu, I think, and it stars some people. Um, and it's really, really good. Uh, I'm really enjoying the hell out of it. Um, it's um, it's good. Have you seen the Fleischman are in trouble uh, show, or uh, do you know anything about it? Nope. How uh, how was your uh, session of uh, masturbation? It was really quick. Is it true what they say? Yes. They say that Marty has a giant penis. Yes, that works really really quickly. It's very very fast. It's just it's, it's huh. just it's a lot like uh, it's, a, it's such a trite saying. Marty has a giant penis that works really fast. Yeah, it's it's a lot like. Um, the movies we're talking about where you you see something that's really intriguing and it's very exciting and then it's over and you go, what the fuck? I thought I was hoping for something more. So every M. Night Shyamalan movie, almost every M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. Uh, there's some that are build up terribly, like uh-huh. uh, 
lady in the water or whatever. In what way is it is that Cause it's particularly re- terrible? It's just dumb and like I'm not interested and then the twist is therefore not interesting or compelling. Yeah. I um, I bear I don't remember I I don't remember Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Then there's the happening. I, I know it happened basically around a pool. Yes. And yeah. then there's the happening. I've heard that's terrible so I didn't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um but then you get but this comes from um Sixth Sense, which is a great movie. A great movie. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, and then you go to a movie like uh, the... Visitor? The, um, the Visitors? Visitors is... Um, yeah, that's actually not terrible. Um, no, it's not terrible. It's not... But, it's, but not it's, like, it's a it little be, disappointing. The thing about the a, water is dumb. Uh, no, I was thinking about signs. Signs. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Visitor is... What is that? Well, there's one... That it's about these two kids. It's like a almost like a Hansel and Gretel thing. They these two kids visit their grandparents, and oh, they, but they've don't. never seen them before. And it turns out the the grandparents, hey everybody, I'm spoiling this fucking dumb mov- movie, but they're crazy people, and they didn't know that because they'd never seen their grandparents before. What about the the village? Did you like that? Uh, no, but let's. I did. It's idiotic. Okay. Um, but fair. But. It's great up until a certain point. I love that. That's why I say it's idiotic because it was so good up until a certain point. And then once you get the twist that, oh, we're in the modern age, you know, like then it's dumb. Um, well, that's the end of the movie. Yeah. I, really, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I kind of I dug it a little bit. Okay. Just because it was, it was, it was, it, it, I mean, not the ending so much, but the the sense that it was uh, this self imposed creepiness, I, which is why it was so frustrating that the ending was so dissatisfying, un, unsatisfying, you know. Yeah, and so that's why I put that up there. What about the witch? But no, I I want to stick with M Night Shyamalan. So no, we don't want to. That's I knew you were going to make that joke because you've made it. It's not a joke. Before. Not a joke. I can't pronounce his name. Correctly. Try. M. Night Shironen. M. Night Shamala. Shamala? Shamala? Shamala. All right. Uh, yeah, it's not It's not really hard to pronounce people's names. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you, you're mad at me for mispronouncing people's names. Well, I just think it's culturally insensitive. Mm, I think I mispronounce everybody's name. What's my name? Ha! <laughs> Martin, <laughs> how dare you, fucking piece of shit! <laughs> Martin, I'm kill you. <laughs> Who names a kid Martin? Um, so signs <clears throat> like it turns out like these aliens are coming in. Oh, speaking of signs, John is doing the sign for I'm choking. I'm choking. Can, I cannot breathe and I cannot talk. And yet, he's no, it, I'm, I have a tiny piece piece of, of popcorn in my throat. I'm not going to choke now. I'm probably going to choke in like an hour. All right, <clears> when good. I'm home. Okay, as long as it's not not, go ahead. not just, on my watch. Just go ahead. I'm gonna self. I'm gonna self medicate. Self immolate. Uh, so, um, but signs is about these aliens that come down, and they uh, to Earth, and they're trying to take over in the middle of fucking nowhere, in Iowa or wherever, wherever it is, and their biggest weakness is water. Yeah, and and I. 
that whole revelation of like, oh, you know, just got to put the signs together and swing, 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 you know, it's so dumb because it's so compelling up until that point. Yeah. And that's, that's the, that's why these movies are really frustrating because you're, you buy, you buy into six and a half seasons of fucking lost and then like, eh, we're in heaven, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Like it, it is like Twilight Zone did it well because it's like, you know, it's just 22 minutes of my right. time. You right. know, we're in a zoo. That's, right. Got it. Got it. So did you like, did you see Glass and Unbreakable and the yeah, other one? I, I, yeah. I didn't see. I only saw Unbreak, Unbreakable. They're, they're not great. Uh, I mean, mm. Anya Taylor-Joy, is that her last name? Um, I don't know what um, um, she, she's making fun of her name. No, I don't know. I don't remember her name. Anya Taylor Joy. I think that's her, her name is name. Anya and Taylor and Joy are in there. It's just what order. We don't know. Joy Taylor. I think it's Anya Taylor Joy. Okay. So you're supporting me. So anyhow, you know, she's such a good actress and she's like, she's such an odd looking person, but she's so compelling do you think she has more peripheral vision than other I, I normal know. people she's like a gecko you know <laughs> it's like um but like she's, she, the, she's the prettiest gecko i've ever she's seen the, a beautiful gecko <laughs> and i just saw her this weekend in um the that food one the menu was the it good menu. uh it's so silly but she's great in it and i enjoyed it you know my brother is doing uh working on a reality tv show set in uh that's in maine at a restaurant that is a destination restaurant that sounds I've seen this show because, yeah. uh, but it, where people show up, you know, and it's hard to get a re- reservation yeah, yeah. for like a year and a half. It sounds a lot like the menu, and I think they actually murdered people. Um, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Th- there is a. I think this is originally based on a Swedish restaurant. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Where they murder people? Uh, where they murder people? But yeah. yeah, but they only like seat like fourteen people, and you have to go take a boat and whatever, and it's like only open a few. Is days the menu funny? Uh, it is funny. So it, it, it's written by one of Seth Meyers's writers and another sketch comedy writer. Oh, so, really? So it, it feels like a very long extended sketch. Really? Yeah, yeah. Huh. And it's did people sit at a desk while they're while they're doing the yeah, monologue? Oh, and and they're so funny. Yeah, they, they they're very wry Seth and very funny. meta. Yeah, I I love Seth Meyers. So, um, but um, yeah, I I totally recommend it. And it's is, I, is Nicholas Holt brilliant? Uh, Nicholas Holt is really funny. He's and, the best, and he's he's one of the stars in it. He plays the sort of romantic love interest for Anya Taylor Joy, and and he was the the little nerdy boy in About a Boy, and and he's done some other stuff in between. Um, a couple things, I yeah. Think. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, brilliant. He's so, uh, he, he's the greatest thing about the great. Great. He's so great. Uh, I so need f- to see the great. Oh, you haven't seen the great? No. Oh, that's why I love Nicholas Holt. Oh, he's and then, so and then, funny. And then, in the middle of watching the great, I I finally watched uh, Fury Road. I was like, holy fucking shit! Isn't that guy is so good. Oh, it? he's so good. He's a he's brilliant. Yeah, he's a fantastic. He guy. is a, a treasure. He's a national treasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's great in this. Um, and then I also love, um, what, what's her name? Um, uh, uh, Fanning, Elle Fanning. She's great too. In, in, in oh, the I, menu? Well, no, no, but oh, she's in, great. If you think Elle Fanning is great and you haven't seen the great, you don't know how great Elle Fanning is. Oh, this is the very best thing that Elle, this is, this is like, oh my God, she is fantastic. 
fantastic. Oh. You have to watch The Great. It is right. so over the top good. I love it. I love it. Okay. I'm getting, putting that on my list. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I did just, like, I have been, um, Kruger was, com- he was giving me shit. Because was I, he? Um, it's not like him. Really? Hmm. Uh, it seemed well, like a first to me. Yeah. But uh, because I I spent I spent uh, way too many times buying two hundred dollar computers. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, he was that was on a. He's still giving you shit about that. No, no, because I bought a three hundred dollar computer. God, that is so smart. And I love it. I I'm so happy that about it. So I'm gonna watch the great on this. I I read Paper Girls on it. Um, the the comic book. Which yeah. is it's on it's a series that got canceled in the first season. It's a no, I know Paper Girls. Oh, did you read it? The whole thing? No, oh, yeah. no, I know of it. Yeah, Brian K. Vaughan yeah. wrote it. Uh, it's interesting. It's really good. But you know, when you were talking about the time travel thing, the show that you uh, were watching earlier, Devs. Devs. It's not time travel. Oh, it would be so good if it was time travel. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it would be so good if it was anything than what it was. Uh, anyway, what about yeah, it? But you were thinking. I was just like, time travel is like really complicated. and I know. And packing for it and stuff. And you have to go through the like, security. Like, I know, but it's like. They won't you know, let you bring a okay, fucking no, I've, nail I've clipper. Gotta bring like, I've got to bring like, you know, styles for three different eras. I, right. Because, yeah. You know, you do, and it's you have to you have to wear those those giant um, bloomers and stuff. It depends you on where you're going. Depends where you're going. You know. Yeah. Right. I know. But yeah. a lot of yeah. there's a lot of things that have metal and bone in them. But by the end, there was so much brain fuckery going on. I was like, all right, let's. I just want to see what happens. With Are you girls. talking about Paper Girls? Paper Girls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, but it was so fun to just like get it from my library and read it in color on this like awesome little three hundred dollar screen, which is not. Nothing, but yeah, um, I'm going to be using this for for years to read comic books. <laughs> Jesus, so sad. So I've never read a comic book uh, on a computer. Well, then don't say it's sad. You no, uh, the three hundred dollar computer thing is a sad thing. Wait, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with it? Yeah, uh, nothing. There's nothing really wrong with it. All right. Well, then. Okay, so I'm just making fun of you just to be mean. All right, I accept your apology. I didn't apologize. Uh, I'd do it anyhow. You're going to accept it anyway? Yeah. I'll give it to you later. All right. So um, you can accept it ahead of time. That's great. So uh, my question is, it's it, you're saying that it's a good thing to, because I'm really, I mean, I just used an eggplant emoji for the first time in my life today, and I sent it to you. So that gives you a sense of- And by the way, Sponco yeah. HR is going to be contacting you. Great. Very great. soon. I don't, I don't believe they exist, so um, this will help me. Um, to have more faith. But um, the question, I've never read a comic book on a computer, or I did try once like five years ago, and it was very dissatisfying. Was is it? Uh, is, I'll, I'll show you as soon as we're about to wrap up. I'm okay. going to show you very quickly. All right. Uh, I'll give you a little example. Uh, my last example of a worst movie ending yeah. is, and this is going to be controversial. Yeah, Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> Star Wars: you, A New Hope. You cannot stop. You cannot stop a shark. If a shark is really dedicated, they will fuck you up. They will fuck you up. No, um, Casablanca. Casablanca. Like they should have. He should have just fucked her right there on the tarmac. You know. Um, yeah, totally agree. <laughs> no, Inglorious Bastards. And this is like get like because it's so entertaining up until a point, 
And then you're like, all right, this is just like, it's silly fantasy, which is his point. But I didn't want to go with it because I'm like, you know what? Hitler didn't die in a theater, like being killed like that way. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I, I, it just, it felt like I was watching a, I was watching a, a fun time war movie that all of a sudden turned into a Bugs Bunny cartoon at the end. You yeah. Know? And that, that was such a bummer for me because I was very like Quentin Tarantino is an amazing storyteller. Like, yeah. And, and so is actually, so is M night Shyamalan for to, to give credit where credit is due. Like mm -hmm. they're both compelling storytellers who have flaws, you know? And, yeah. Yeah. Although I think if oh, when Tarantino made Avatar, The Last Airbender, it would have sure. been much better. For sure. For sure. <laughs> and but you know what? Nobody needs to see a live action version. Just watch the cartoon again and again and again. It's such a. It's one of the best cartoons out there. Um, I agree. Yeah. And so on that, we agree. We agree on lots. And cool. did you have the same problem with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I, I never saw it because I'm I'm sort of soured on it. Yeah. So, so. similar thing. All right. Um, but anyhow, I I am a big fan of the silly, but I think that you have to. I don't know. It, it just. Well, when you're taking real life people, yeah, who really and and yeah. real life situations, and you're saying, you know, you have these, you have a war movie. It's supposed to be follow the the facts of yeah. history to some extent. And, and in a way, like, you know, like Captain America, the 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 first Avenger is like a more interesting like war movie to me than than Inglorious Bastards, you know. Yeah. Uh, but but also I love that movie. That That is one Great of my favorite movie. Marvel, Marvel movies. Um, so, OK, we're re reaching the end. Uh, I'm going to do um, I'm I'm going to see if I'm going to ask I'm going to ask uh, Dan to, to join us next Tuesday. Who knows if he will or not? But that'd be great it'd, it'd be great um for the holidays um john what do you have to to plug besides you chewing on delicious the, that's called mushroom popcorn because they they puff up extra big it's really good i'm sorry uh first of all i have to apologize for eating popcorn no, on I, my, I, i've served it i'm too. not apologizing you asshole but no, I'm taking responsibility. For oh yeah, it's I your fault. It. I'm not going to apologize. I'm, I'm not apologizing to anybody. It's Marty's fault. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, he should not have fed me, um, because he should know better. Because I'm uncontrollable glutton. Um, so, if you want to see examples of uncontrollable gluttony, follow me on. Uh, never mind. Um, the uh, you can still my book. You know, if I'm uh, uh, the space elevator. And the Space uh, Academy are available on Amazon under my name. I make really good gifts to uh, any science and or science fiction fan over the age of nine and under the age of 90. And the the third uh, uh, volume is coming out. I don't know if I'll my, be able to get it out by my, Christmas. My grandfather hated your books. Did he really? He's 92. Oh, well, see, there you go. He's outside of the thing, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, and then you know it is still available. Um, uh, you know it uh, thegame.com, I think. You know it. And uh, and I have an idea of how to bring that back. So without uh, too much uh, breaking of the bank, which is the problem. All before. right. And with that, so look out for that.
yeah and keep those uh plugs coming e- email us uh, we didn't have any email this week so oh, why well, quick um, uh, and also follow Nooner international Pod- medical corps on uh instagram because i'm i'm making their content nooner podcast at gmail.com is the more important address yeah it's international medical corps is really only about and saving people's no, lives we're, and we're, we're about, here this we're is about, about just like changing society right that's exactly what we're doing yeah yeah so you're welcome everybody yeah we'll see you next tuesday bye i missed that that <laughs> This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. <laughs>